0: You know what's better than paying with cash? Pay Maya. It's an app that lets you go cashless in stores, online shops, your bills, and so much more. And you can get awesome rewards like cashbacks and discounts when you do. You can load PayMaya via your bank account, your debit or credit card, or via convenience store kiosk. Remember, when you have to pay, don't pay cash, pay Maya. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I
1: said give me the hell, yeah! Hey, this
2: is Zayda Zay. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. Hello,
1: WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted.
0: Hey, this is TJP, the Phil and Flash, and you are listening to Stan, Ro, Chino, and Camos on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C. Romaran and Chino Liao together here at the Podcast Network Asia booth, hey, and hey. we are missing Raf Camus, Grab Camus, Camus Soul Survivor Camus, Superstar Camus. <laughs> He's off, uh, Mister Make a Wish, Camus, <laughs> Mister Make a Wish, Mister Make
1: a Wish uh a, a kid. Off, no, a kid wanted his T-shirt. About, he's I
2: giving more shirts to more yeah, children. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> off yeah. Office, his, off his off
1: back. His
0: back. <laughs> I never would have thought in a million years that camos would be the guy that kids would be yelling and cheering exactly. and crying for. Who
2: expected him to be PWR's John Cena? Nobody
0: <laughs> did. <okay>? Wow, good <laughs> PWR's John make Cena. Make
1: a wish.
2: Make a wish. Make <laughs> a wish, Kamos. I mean, I
1: would say first that he was the Nani Boys mascot. <laughs> At, uh, to begin with But did you
2: expect The Naughty Boy's mascot To get kids Start cheering <laughs> for him well, Nobody expected
1: that
0: Fair 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 you Get that all, all that love mm-hmm. And all that joy Out of those children Humongous rub What sir. a
2: year What a year for Camus He got to meet Sami Zayn. Oh. He's no longer a young boy He's no longer Winless He's, he's a, soul, a young boy, right? No? Uh,
0: soul Survivor, right? Soul Survivor Camus. And uh, on the first podcast where you know, he is Soul Survivor Camus, he's not here. Yeah, he's not even here for any of it. What the hell? Yeah, uh, he's uh, he's attending to some personal matters, uh, some very heavy personal matters. So uh, you know, our, our thoughts are with Camus at this time.
2: Yes, and uh, if... He is indeed listening to this. I bet he is losing his shit right now.
1: If you see, no, no, If you see Camus though uh, anywhere, um, especially if you see him uh, around Poblacion at night, go and buy the man a drink. He deserves it. And then try
0: to get the shirt yeah. off his back. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> buy Buy him a beer too. No, no, no. Yeah.
0: In, literally, try to get the shirt off his back. kay ng bata. Yeah, and see if he can spend the rest of the night at Poblacion without a shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> that's a single pony. He's have a t-shirt. So by Mares. For the bowel, bust slow. <laughs> and maybe stop him from crying. Oh. All right,
2: so, um, yeah. that's and
0: Palahula.
1: Cali? already asked if, they, if people want to see them in the tag team. He, him and Camo. So. Ima y- walang Joa. <laughs> team walang Joa.
2: Mm-hmm. The, the, the,
1: the, the walang
0: Joa faction. The, well. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about yeah. that uh, later on as we get to the Ubusan and Lahi matches. Our uh, road just got here actually yeah, a few yeah, minutes yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. He he'll be coming in like at the very last match of the review. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's because you worked from home today. Surprise, right?
2: surprise! You didn't record chronologically.
0: We never do. Yeah, people, uh, smart people, uh, observant people would have probably noticed by now. Yeah, yeah, that we don't record chronologically. Um, so you recorded from home today, or you worked from home today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chino, what did, how did you spend your Tuesday?
2: Oh, I also worked from home. Um, I am a freelance writer by trade. So mm-hmm. I did a lot of uh, articles today. A lot of last-minute requirements uh, uh, I
1: switched sorry I switched between working from home and watching Survivor, finishing
0: survivor series uh, I did the yeah. same thing mm.
2: except with yeah. war games yeah
0: so I actually haven't finished war games like I was yeah, planning to spend today huh? uh, finishing war games but I couldn't because I spent more time than I thought I would at the uh, recording studio so I, I was at uh, this new studio that I hadn't recorded at and so I've now oh, it's a three minute video but you know how it is when you have a really long script mm-hmm. uh, like the final product is like three minutes or two minutes better it can be a bitch, especially yes. when the client themselves aren't there and they're listening to everything over the phone Yikes. or over Yikes. Viber recordings. I'm like shit. It's oh gonna be a, a Bit terrible. Of a, it, it's a bitch
1: to get through. So a grind. Grab it clients, please do your do your stuff. Do do your part,
0: man. You mga nandun sa booth where the producers yeah. and the audio engineers. Yeah, and I, I they're, not the yeah, yeah. they're not the clients, kasi they're not the clients. The, so. The most they can do is to give you a direction, na parang oh, sabi nila gusto mas conversational or mas friendly. Mm. But when you're the client and you're the one who really wants this this shit to sound a certain way, you have to be there. Yeah, yeah, and
1: you can't just uh, you can't just do this over the phone where you, can't you, know, you don't you do hear everything. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 exactly.
0: Yeah, so as the voice talent, then in the booth for like three hours. nagugutom ka na na wala tubig? I'm like, man, this would have been so much quicker if the client were just there. But yeah. you know, that, babyface
2: producer Ryan. It's not like he said because yeah. he knows how this He
0: knows feels, what it like, is, yeah. yeah. He's also he knows a voice talent, yeah. Yeah, you know, these are the things that we freelancers put up with just because we have to pay our bills. Right. And, you know, so much has to go to paying your bills, but it can actually be so much easier using the pay My app. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. From your water bill to electricity to cable. Does anybody even still have a cable subscription? Mm, maybe like even, uh, Boomers. Yeah. Uh, phone bills as well. Yeah. Phone credit card bills, bills, maybe. You can uh, settle internet all bills, of that. Right? Mm, yeah. Internet bills, yes, yes. You can settle all of that on the app. There's no need to line up at any of the buy-in centers. All you have to do is just tap "Pay Bills" on your pay My App dashboard, and then choose from any of the partner billers. So, if you want uh, to, uh, if you want to take advantage of this deal we're offering here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, yes, sir. use the promo code "PayMyaLove." Again, that is PayMaya pay love. love. You can get 100 pesos when you download the PayMaya app and register with the code Pay Love. Just upgrade, send, and spend today, and you can visit www.paymaya.com/slash/refer to learn more. Now, speaking of PayMaya, over the week, and I actually hosted a wedding over mm-hmm. in Dangcavite, and right. the groom Dayu. is one of the OGs of <laughs> is Pay that Maya. Where
2: Tagaytay is?
0: No, no, it's past Tagaitai. O- Going oh, okay. okay. So, yeah, uh, the groom is actually one of the OGs of Paymaya. He's wow. uh, one of their heads of IT. So, shout out to Alfred Law and to his uh, new wife, Maze or Maze, sorry. Uh, congratulations, to you guys, and thanks for having me over the weekend. So hey, I congrats, like, congrats, congrats. congrats. I, I, I said to him, uh, do you know that your company is putting money to our podcast? <laughs> they just like one of the weirder conversations I've had ever.
2: But
0: yeah I you still TF plus the you gave
2: us Oh man
0: But yeah uh, Lots of money coming in Which is always a blessing Especially now that The holidays are coming In uh, our know, are, are, um, uh, What? Less full than a month swing away. Full swing Yeah pretty much Okay uh, We're coming off of A big weekend in wrestling We just had Vendetta The other day We had Survivor Series Yesterday And we had War Games On the same day as Vendetta
1: mm, yes, yes yes, Crazy and the then SmackDown pa um,
0: the day before that. Right. So we have a lot to unpack, and I guess we have to start with War Games. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so, you know,
1: I think you uh, you, you should lead this off because uh, you're the one who actually finished the show.
2: Yes, I actually watched <laughs> it while I was working. Like I said, but a fill in the blanks in this card, Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we mm-hmm. didn't
1: know who the fourth— Well, uh, Well, yeah, I mean, but it, yeah. they
2: only had five matches. So. Yeah.
1: That's true. Uh, and
2: they only announced the. And they only announced some of the matches. Just what last week?
1: How long is the show? If there two hours thirty,
2: yeah, oh, a- around that time, little little change there. Two
0: hours thirty for four matches. Not bad. Not bad.
2: Not bad. but they only had four matches. They only announced the triple threat. What last week?
0: Yes, it
1: did. Yes, it did. So
2: a lot of people were a lot. Although we did expect the triple threat to happen, let's face it. But uh, I can't remember. It, what was, the, built up mind, no, it right. was built up the man. It was built up the man. There was. I could see
3: it, it
0: coming.
2: If there was history there. Yeah, you're not going uh, to agree on. Um, I d- I will say that I did not uh, expect
1: Kevin Owens to be me neither. Uh, <laughs> it was planted at last week's RAW. But I also did not expect him So it really does mean Velveteen Dream is injured Probably Yeah
0: Like it's I don't a, yeah. Like yeah. Like connection To Kevin Owens To Champa, yeah. To Keith Or to His loyalty to the Brad
1: No no dude. no no, 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 no. Uh, People have been asking this Why What Kevin Owens Has to do with the With the match itself But uh, He does actually have a inv- An involvement With the Undisputed Era Because they were the guys Who jumped him on row While he was still talking To Triple H so, oh so if you, okay. uh, if people, if WWE themselves had actually managed to or map that out, to did, did they mention it on commentary? Uh, well, they
2: mentioned it in passing, I believe. Uh,
1: so, they didn't. They didn't it, really bother to explain. It, it wasn't uh, Kevin a focal Owens.
2: Point, I believe, they should the have, match.
1: I believe, because it was. Uh, it was a big. Uh, they made. They made quite a big uh, hullabaloo. In the segment itself On Raw uh, Triple H was Was all like Oh why did you do this Undisputed era I was still talking to him And all that Mm. So parang They really, especially for NXT, they missed a beat, an important story beat to explain what Kevin Owens is doing down here and being the fourth man.
2: Yeah, but I mean, it was still, it was still an interesting turn for me. I didn't expect Kevin Owens at all. I loved it. I lost my shit. My my
1: bigger problem with the Kevin Owens thing is not on War Games, but on Survivor Series. So we'll talk about that when we get to that match in a bit.
0: Yeah, um, I actually got to watch The women's war games match I yeah. thought that was Balls to the wall crazy yeah.
2: Yes that was crazy Fucking <laughs> loved it
0: So crazy <laughs> From the Dakota Kai heel turn To Rhea Ripley And Candice LeRae Essentially fighting Four on two To them actually winning Holy shit We talked about this too We talked about it As a possibility
2: But for it to actually happen For Dakota to turn on mm. Tegan yeah. yeah Oh my god
0: it was, it, I, I basically called it It's implications I? Alone. Sad.
1: Uh, sad Because it's an babyface baby face lost exactly. to lost to the dark side yeah yeah but um, wala
0: baby facing NXT the is so no no pure. it's just Tegan Rhea and Candice Candace, yeah it. no
1: Rhea is Debatable, even as a face.
0: Like you guy yeah, that's the good thing Anti about yeah. heroes. Eh? I, oh, like
2: I, I, th- I feel like that's the great thing about NXT now that mm. the faces don't necessarily look like faces. Mm. The heels don't. No, Candice and
0: Tegan look really like faces. I mean, but
2: who else,
0: right? Who yeah. uh, the The no, I guess it's. An the but so outnumbered nila, when you think about it. and then you have Aliyah and Vanessa Born. Uh, who, who else do you have? Na babyface Casey Sia Lee, who, yeah. who's barely there, Sayali who's barely there. That's it. Yeah. yeah that's really your women's uh ah, mia yim who's oh, yeah, yeah, uh yeah. out of action right now yeah, yeah. she's injured yeah right? so that's pretty much your roster it's really dominated by heels and it's kind of weird because
2: who's <laughs> barely there oh yeah kaden carter
1: yeah kaden
0: carter
2: <laughs>
1: that's it. that. You yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> see <Ana Shotzi. laughs>
2: Ate Shotzi,
0: though, is, uh, is
2: has yet to be debuted yeah so yeah
0: so yeah, it's it's a weird state in the women's division. Um, but I I like that they're giving Tegan Knox this type of story, uh, just because parang running in place before she got in, uh, she got put into War Games, and I was kind of excited to get War Games over with because unlike the men's match, the women's match as we talked about last week, parang uh, they were just all put into certain teams without much explanation, like Bianca e- Belair uh, and Io Shirai fighting alongside Shayna Baszler. Th- these were story beats that were unresolved to me and even during the match itself I couldn't understand why Marina Shafir and Jessamine Duke couldn't just be there in sh- mm. uh, on Shayna's side uh, they weren't
2: even there yeah, exactly. yeah, they were there they, uh, they, they, they didn't interrupt diba? Dakota Kai had more of a role
1: than yeah first. exactly Dakota Kai had more
0: of a role I, I don't think it's ever been explained that like, if you get taken out before you don't have a mess back like automatic. GG, yeah, kasi see, eh, I feel like minus this is
2: a, yeah okay I feel like this is a point that has yet to be explored yeah, yeah. in the history mm-hmm. of war games so the fact that they pulled it off in this particular match would be interesting to see down the ways because focal point like this might be the source of a new rivalry or their own rivalry in fact
0: okay yeah, um, I but I enjoyed the match. I love the story that they were trying to tell, <laughs> and I, I enjoyed seeing Candice getting that uh, huge babyface moment. Uh, of course, Rhea Ripley. Um, I, I guess at this point, Metro forgettable, and then, uh, she was actually the big bad heel on NXT UK. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's uh, that's why I was so uh, baffled when she came over to NXT stateside, right? So that's
0: face yeah, shit <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because she
1: was such a she was such a huge deal as a heel, especially against Tony Storm, and she was a monster. Heel. Yeah, exactly.
0: She was such a monster heel against Tony Storm. Mm. There was a tweet that came out, I think yesterday. Na side by side picture Rhea Ripley yeah. from the first Mae Young classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And today, like uh, it's hard to believe that this is the same person. Exactly, right? <laughs> Wholesome Rhea Ripley versus now. Oh mm. my Wholesome Charlotte
2: Flair, exactly like Rhea Ripley. That's a metal batak with tattoo, faded batat- hair. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. it's it's crazy, uh, sh- but you know Rhea's awesome. She's she's only twenty three. Jeez, Jesus Christ! It's hard yeah. to believe yeah. too. Now she's only twenty three. huge.
2: she's only twenty three. Yeah, because she's huge. Yeah, <laughs>
0: she's five foot eleven and she's all muscle. Oh, crazy! All right, um, we haven't talked about Finn Balor versus Matt Riddle. I haven't seen the match. I'm excited to watch it probably tomorrow when I have some time. Uh, which doesn't look like it'll be the case, uh, but yeah, um I, from what I've read about it, it was pretty cool. It was a good way to reestablish Finn back into NXT. because it's his first match back, basically. Mm. I mean these guys are both
2: workhorses,. Right? so what else are you going to expect? They're both cardio machines, yeah, still make abs so but that's <laughs> abs <laughs> at the entire match. It's crazy.
0: Any other thoughts on the men's uh, yeah the men's war games match aside from KO and that crazy ass finish? Uh, Britt Baker being in the audience. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> the cuento th- behind Britt Baker being in the audience is the official narrative being pushed. Is the director of NXT? You mean the direct on TV show and the camera cuts, right? Yeah, they d- they didn't know that that was Britt Baker and Britt Baker was on AEW. At Joe, watch any Adam Yeah, like and, you know, she just
0: had the most visceral reaction yeah, in the yeah, second yeah, and, row. and to and to, re, and to think
1: that. It's not Britt Baker's first NXT show.
0: Yeah, yeah, because she was actually a performer at yes, some point. Yes, exactly.
2: Yeah. You know she, she lost to somebody. Mia Yim, I believe.
0: Yeah, yeah but so she dropped to somebody.
2: Yeah, exactly. During that one and only appearance, she had on NXT. So and that... It-
1: yeah, Triple H is apologetic as it might have gotten her into trouble uh, with the EAW people. You know, I appreciate yeah, Triple H yeah. for that.
0: I appreciate how diplomatic he was. Na, you know si brit ba- Baker, we know her affiliation yeah. and uh, I didn't want her to be in an un- uncomfortable position and I'm, an, I'm a Apologetic about it yeah. so. Good
2: good for Triple H But at the same time Good guy it, trips At the same time If AEW drops her I'm pretty sure She'll have a she has a job Probably
0: yeah Pretty sure AEW's not Gonna drop her over that Because they have a Women's division of their own That's lacking in star power And she's one of the few Legit mm. faces that they have Over uh, there We'll see Yeah Okay so that's uh, l- Let's put War Games to bed And go to Survivor Series And let's uh, talk about the big picture first. Nah, it was a four to one victory for NXT, mm. which I felt was the right decision. Yeah, uh, it,
1: everyone. I think everyone was expecting them to look like chumps because they were the new kid, the underdogs in the NXT. Uh, the network to the USA network. The right? developmental yeah. palang. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah yung exactly. Sa kanila, yung sa but um, I have a problem with the match order. Right. And I, I didn't appreciate how the match order was structured such that GG no by the end. Eh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. NXT was gonna win. Uh-oh. The worst case scenario was Raw wins. And then, wala, NXT secures its win. Or that SmackDown would win. And then he Taisha be tired. Where's like For, for the tiebreaker? Uh, but
1: will give a hope spot.
0: Well, I... But SmackDown was like two behind. Yeah, or, no, no. Two behind? Uh, hindi, three two was 3-2-1. Yeah, so they were so, behind by one. Oh, yeah.
2: See, while I feel like NXT did, did deserve the win, I wanted to see SmackDown pick up the win. I, I was listening to the Masked Man uh, podcast, mm-hmm. uh, and they brought up a good point that they needed to to uh, they needed to develop more of a fan base, more of an audience for SmackDown, especially with the move to Fox. So I actually went into Survivor Series expecting that.
1: I figured actually that was why because uh, SmackDown and NXT were the ones that they needed to build a lot more uh especially after the moves. Uh so I figured that okay if SmackDown wasn't going to win NXT
0: uh it wasn't going to be the biggest loser either. So yeah, um I I guess we could have achieved that result with a bit more drama mm. and I think we could have done that by rearranging the order of the of the card uh, You just yung mo eh. <laughs> yeah uh, the, the fact that the winner doesn't even get anything yeah which is the, the typical problem with these types of matches um, here's another thing I want to bring up the main event uh, I was surprised that it was Becky, Shayna, and Bailey. Mm-hmm. But uh, I thought that maybe I just wasn't paying attention, but I noticed that na was a crowd. And then uh, I saw the reports that even Vince himself wasn't happy with the match. Yeah, I, I was
1: watching the match then. I was completely tuned out, mostly because the men's Survivor Series match was pretty good.
0: Yeah, yeah, same here.
1: Yeah. Uh, t- to me, the main event didn't have that much energy. And um, it's a shame because these three are, re- I mean, Becky and Shayna up they're pretty big right yeah and sayang talaga
0: yeah uh sayang because Becky was supposed to have Survivor Series last year and she was taken out of it because of that Nia Jax punch right. and then now that she's here in this position where she has to wave the flag of her brand and she is in the main event parang nag underdeliver i wouldn't blame the,
1: the wrestlers though because they did they did their best it was just really uh, if Vince wasn't happy then it was on him talaga because he put the he put a really good survivor series match before the main event
0: yeah, feeling ko like nag main event yung men eh. hmm. I mean like I, I get the whole women's evolution deal and all that, but this was a case where the men's thing was way more um it, it had more gravitas at that point. Yeah, from what I've been reading, param I feel
2: and this is so anti feminist of me to say. Param puna pushed a women's evolution with this card, with this with this closer. Uh I felt like the impact could have been much better. Had they put the, one of the other matches uh, to close the No, show. I
1: think what the problem was That they thought they had something really, really awesome With the, with the women's feud Because of the build Yeah, b- because of the build But when you look at the build It wasn't that great either It was really just, uh, it was really just mostly Bailey and Shayna trading And
0: uh, Becky really didn't come in until the last week No, no, it started with Becky and Shayna but Becky, Becky and had that and promo. Bailey was a non-factor. No, no, that, it was just See, that. Bailey, non-factor.
1: No, 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 no. And they, they Bailey had
2: to re-establish herself as a grab slap. Yeah, they,
1: they had the sit-down promo,
0: but then after that, it was Bailey and Shayna, only because she Shayna struck first and she struck Bailey because it was a SmackDown after Crown Jewel. So I get it. it, it, it was circling around Bailey uh, and Shayna. Yeah. But Becky didn't come in as late as you say she did. Yeah, yeah,
1: sure, sure. But like physically, I only really saw her when she appeared on NXT.
0: Uh, stuff like that I think it's the fault of Raw booking because yeah. Raw was booking her in like these women's tag team title yeah, matches so I how did she end up in that position why was she tagging with Charlotte Flair you want to know why because Saudi Arabia <laughs> that's why <laughs> so
1: uh, that's really what I think nah, they thought that they, the the women's three-way was hot shit yeah. but uh, the men's Survivor Series was hot as shit because Be- of what was put out to build that
2: up, yeah. feeling go hindi nila. expect also, they didn't expect the men's Survivor Series match to be as good as it was, mm. as much as they wanted the women's match to be better. I felt like they just uh, man counted out, but didn't expect this men's Survivor Series match to be as good as uh, televised.
0: Mm. Um, I, I saw your tweet, Ro, from... I think it was yesterday. You were asking on Twitter why there yeah, was, was an NXT night. championship mm-hmm. match on the card in the first place. I, I saw the uh, I saw the point you were trying to make. Uh, but at the same time, I get what they were trying to do in legitimizing NXT as a TV brand. Na, hey, we're going to put an NXT offering, an exclusive NXT match on the Survivor Series card to really put it over.
1: To me, I thought that... That was the point of the, uh, the, the NXT being in the Survivor Series matches and the and the bragging rights matches either way, de
0: Siguro kasi gusto nilam pantayan na may Universal Championship match kanita, plus may WWE Championship match. Oh yeah, yeah. Match. I suppose. So that was si NXT meron din. So I, I guess this is one of those cases where both. Uh, both sides had merit Yeah
1: No cause uh, we we're, were also used to NXT championships Being defended on takeovers That okay yeah It didn't get defended on takeover war games Because of war games But but um, If you put it there On a main roster pay per view You kind of dilute the, the magic of the NXT championship matches. No
2: I don't feel I don't feel like that oh, to, the, case. to me that's how I felt I, mm. I felt like I'm closer to Stan's point mm. Wherein I say that To establish NXT As a third actual brand When two of the other champions Have matches Why not give Adam Cole His moment to shine
1: Siguro I'm afraid that They're gonna start adding NXT matches To the main Not main show The, the, the usual Cuff. pay-per-views The monthly pay-per-views Which I don't know if Is gonna happen Because I haven't seen Any rumor that says it
0: might for me, the only uh, the only show on the main roster that i am going NXT Championship match aside from Raw and SmackDown, which we've already seen, and Survivor Series, which again to me made sense, is WrestleMania. Yeah, that's yeah, that's,
1: that's also true. But that's they, it.
0: Yeah. Anything else uh, for me? Don't touch it. Mm-hmm. Don't put NXT Championship matches on it. Uh, WrestleMania, Survivor Series, Raw, and SmackDown. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, um, well,
3: kinda,
1: no. to go to one more thing, pala. It kind it kind of was weird because they pushed Adam Cole so much as being uh, the the main figureheads of the invasion, and then yung pala niya is to uh, have someone else from NXT uh, challenge him, so right? Would,
2: would you rather see somebody from the main main roster, quote unquote, challenge Adam Cole instead?
1: Not necessarily. More of I was wondering why he wasn't on the Men's Survivor Series match.
0: Yeah, same here. Uh, um, yeah, because he,
1: he was one of the faces you would see invading the shows. Yeah, he was the first uh, big baby... No, that was Champa. The first... One of the first uh, big names from
0: NXT that crossed over. Parang a bit of a mess because he's the one who's not That's fair. So there. Uh, any other stuff from Survivor Series you want to talk about? Oh, uh, I want to talk about Bray and Bryan. Uh, I, I enjoyed the match. Yeah, me too, me too. I loved it. I think these two guys have always made Magic the Man dating back to their feud in 2014. Mm. And there's a lot of history there between Daniel Bryan and Bray Wyatt. I love how Bryan was able to just uh, revive the yes movement at an opportune time. Mm. But fuck, I hate the red lights. Uh, um,
1: it was watchable despite the red lights. Like I can still see properly. It uh, It's just... Um it's just really disorienting sometimes. though.
0: So. <laughs> oh, nera pa na ho Parang hindi naman sa but I could feel it getting there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure people who have epilepsy triggers were no, no. are not able to watch this match. No,
1: it was wasn't like it, The Simpsons. That it wasn't triggers. flashing lights. No,
2: no, no. sharp lights. Ah, oh yeah, I, I didn't know that. Even even non-stat, uh, even static lights rather can cause uh, epilepsy. Right, right. Seizures. Okay, so okay. Seizures. So, but I get what you're about. Ta- I remember seeing the crown jewel match. And it really is hard to watch. So mm. I don't know if this is the same way since I have yet to see it.
0: Yeah, I, I refuse to watch Crown
1: Jewel. But the match is still followable. It, you can still see what's happening for sure. It's just, uh, there is a wee, really strong red filter.
0: I ako the ako gear of Bray Wyatt. Like, he put in so much effort, uh, even though it's still predominantly black. Like, I want to see the mask in full regalia. Mm-hmm. I want to see the gloves, the pants. It's... Na, nas- it's sa kaka red light mm. yes
2: i get that uh, i want to see bray wyatt's full color without the red light yes see the red light okay as an entrance mm. like when he comes for kane. out like for kane for kane exactly right but not through the whole match man.
1: so you know, if they wanted a horror feel they just i should just uh, they should just turn down the house lights i feel yeah. like
2: he's enough of a horror feel see, uh, no? No, no 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 um,
1: i get why there is mood lighting like now that you have it, if you go without it, it's gonna look weird. For it, parang nawalan siya ng, nawalan siya ng magic a little bit. If so, I think I would just really turn down the house lights like they do in, in entrances.
0: It's weird because when the Undertaker was coming up and he was being pushed as this really scary character, this mystical character, he didn't need this shit. Yeah. To inspire fear. So no. man, makasaya, they, However.
2: Oh, Undertaker came out to purple lights. But that was no. just the entrance though. Yeah,
0: but when he wrestled, he had ah, the house lights. En- yeah, okay. That's so fair. I don't understand why The Fiend has to have this. Hmm. You know, th- it's that's a just
2: different me. time. <laughs> so, <laughs> again, that's all I'm going to say.
0: Alright, one thing
1: uh, I was going to mention that I mentioned earlier, Kevin Owens on the Men's Survivor Series match. Uh, I thought that after his involvement in the War Games match on NXT, there was going to be something he might have been the, the last guy for, um, for Team NXT on Survivor Series. Yeah. But they acted like nothing was was different.
0: No, they only mentioned it in a backstage promo yeah. before the match. Uh, what so a missed opportunity. Uh, Sobra. And then Kevin Owens got unceremoniously eliminated by Champa. Uh, in a way, there was a bit of allusion there. Young commentators actually brought it up. Mm. They were saying now, oh yeah, he was Mr. NXT last night, but right now, Champa's on Team NXT and Kevin Owens is on Team Raw or some nope, shit like that. No, um,
1: what I really wanted to happen was that after Triple H's speech and all that, after after him appearing on NXT. So I they pushed they they went through with it. And have him appear on NXT On Team NXT Yeah,
0: have him Or have him defect
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly Team, Have him defect Because uh, there are so many other guys That could fill the fifth man spot On Team Raw
0: Absolutely, yeah I I agree there But
1: uh, I didn't even need Walter on Team NXT
0: Exactly Wal- yeah, Walter looked like a Trump, I'm yeah. sorry Wal- Walter
2: <laughs> Walter as the fifth guy uh. Is just such a weird No, he's
1: Sha so, he got eliminated first yeah, exactly. And he barely got any shit in Yeah no, yeah. Actually,
0: Imperium as a whole Looked like chomps Survivor uh. Series they were in the battle royal. Oh. In, in fact,
2: uh, Walter and Imperium just looked like chumps on the main. Compared to their raw appearances, it made back.
0: me so sad. So no,
2: well,
1: I'm in in a little bit of Devil's Advocate. Walter looked like a chump Because he kind of did look like a chump uh, You you don't say that in front of him Sure You don't really say that When you watch him on NXT or NXT UK But you put him side by side With Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman He was the smallest guy there So I, in a way I kind of understood Then why he went out first When the, those other guys were in the were in the ring with him But yeah uh, It's uh, it's pretty bad then Especially when you're part of a team of five guys That you don't know
0: who you're gonna eliminate first? Yeah. I don't know. Sino mang uno man yeah, if
1: if if not Walter diba? who who would have been the first guy out? So it was
0: Walter Ciampa, Dijakovic
1: Keith Lee. No no no. no. It's Walter Ciampa, Riddle Damien Priest. Damien Priest Riddle and Keith Lee. Yeah you know. See exactly. I would say Damien Priest. I would say
2: Damien Priest, Priest as well yeah.
0: because he's. Slumpy And he's also kind of, yeah, yeah. The the also kind of
1: protected you say, on NXT. I guess they, it's well he lost the three way the yeah. night before. Yeah, but they're all protected in, Uh the but the thing with the NXT push is that you put five guys in there who are actually being pushed.
2: But does it make sense to have the UK champion eliminated first? Yeah, that's uh,
1: also true. I
2: mean, he's he's. What Undefeated still He's right? the big yeah. bad of Europe Basically yeah. And then he and got NXT Treated UK. like a Trump but Stateside
1: exactly. so if, if, if we're going by size I would, I would say Ciampa gets booted first For the
0: shock factor Yeah you know. exactly Or maybe Riddle Just to take out a fan favorite Outed, Maybe well, Riddle they,
1: No they already Did that spot When Corbin eliminated Riddle
0: Yeah Mm. A- anyway, uh, one last thing before we move on, or a couple last things before we move on. I want to talk about Brock Lesnar and Rey Mysterio. Right, 14-year uh, storyline finally paying off when Dominic Mysterio paid tribute to his father. To his real father. To his real father, yeah. That was beautiful.
2: Uh. I loved it. <laughs> I saw that clip. I, I was just losing my shit. Yeah. I saw that clip. The on Instagram. I,
0: it was a good match. Mm, I mean, really for was. however yeah. long it was. Um, I, I've, I've come to enjoy the Brock Lesnar Survivor Series tradition of him facing against uh, little guys
1: mm. No, it's not, a, it's not a Survivor Series tradition it's what he's doing lately
0: in Survivor Series the record is very small like no, since I, 2017 yeah I
1: get that but his matches lately are against smaller guys
0: I guess yeah, yeah. Survivor
2: Series Brock was uh, him against Brian last year AJ the then
0: Brian yeah. then Nancy Ray mm. yeah uh, yeah I'm I'm just enjoying all all of the Brock matches so far. And I
2: think Brock himself requested to work with smaller guys. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's a thing that he asked for. Yeah, uh, I mean, like, we can hate him all we, all we want for being a part-timer and for not being there. But when he's out there and he's really invested, I guess, in the story they're trying to tell, he really performs. Yeah,
2: oh, I don't hate him as much anymore, <laughs> honestly. Like yeah, people, so good for people, you. Yeah, people he hate m- him for all that, but oh, I can respect his work ethic.
1: Yeah, he makes, uh, He's you can tell he's in for a good match. He, he's in it to have a good match because he is working well with the smaller guys and he knows that... People forgive him more when he works with smaller guys. Yeah, yeah. Alam nang okay. tao na matanalan naman siya, but what? he's gonna make the small guys look really good. Yeah,
2: when he works and doesn't destroy the smaller guy, well, he, does destroy, he does destroy mean, the smaller guy. So bra- but oh. he gives him
1: so much hope. need
2: all out, Zach uh, all out Zach uh, 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 No, of course not.
1: No, no,
2: no.
0: No, to no, no. no, no. na like Finn Balor? Yeah, diba? exactly.
2: Oh, exactly. That's the point I'm trying to make. Umasaka or Brian ng- from last year. But he, he
1: is really good at making the small guy look believable. That they're about to beat him Yeah That's why he is uh, He asked for this
0: Which is weird because when it's a big guy Parang hindi believable yeah, yeah. uh, si Brock, eh. uh,
1: it's, it's so strange Mostly because um, Small guys move faster uh, Have more Generally more fire And must baby face yeah, it Yeah exactly
0: Okay, uh, before we get to the PWR Vendetta Review, I want to touch on the situation surrounding Corey Graves yeah, anya, and Mauro Ranala on social media. So let's set the table first really quickly. So Corey Graves tweeted out during TakeOver that, uh, I'm, I'm just rephrasing here, na parang it, it might be easy for fans to forget that there is a WWE Hall of Famer and a former Ring of Honor World Champion on commentary, uh, insinuating na kuda ng kuda si Mauro a uh. morro. And this, uh, shortly after the tweet, Morrow went dark on Twitter. He may or may not have deleted the account. I think he did. He did. Okay. So he deleted the account. He wasn't at Survivor Series and Michael Cole explained it on air as Morrow having lost his voice because uh, of the passion and excitement. Which is actually normal. Yeah. Yeah. It really happens at takeovers for for Morrow. Okay. Uh, You and I will probably never know everything that went down. Mm. And... We, we'll always say this on the podcast. There are always two sides to a story, which is really funny for us to say, given uh, how much we've bashed certain people on the yeah. podcast. But, you know, in, in, uh, we're going to remind everyone Glass that that is the case. It. Thanks.
1: Thanks, Gina. Yeah. Always stirring the pot.
0: Yeah. Okay. So there are always two sides to every story. But I think nah, there has to be a certain level of care. Uh, when it comes to dealing with people who struggle with certain disorders yeah. particularly more who suffers from bipolar disorder now I have no idea whether or not Corey Graves did everything as part of kayfabe because magkakalaban sila with Smackdown versus Raw versus NXT and all that but um, I thought that that tweet was sent out in poor taste mm, it really was yeah. he didn't He didn't have to say those things um.
2: the fact that he even th- it, it crossed his mind Shemper, Before sending it out The fact that he Even thought of it As a joke Just means that He didn't think about His history With Morrow mm-hmm. Because they were both On NXT together Yeah, yeah. They were uh, Probably the lo- together they, they were probably The most tenured Commentary team On NXT mm-hmm. In in my memory So I felt like When he did that Not only did he do that In poor taste But he also Did that dude, with
0: total disregard to their friendship, to their partnership.
3: Mm.
0: I mean, you know, one of them could probably go out and say, no, we were never friends. We were only co-workers and all that. And sure, that's fine. Right. Um, I, I just feel like, uh, especially in this day and age now, the conversation about mental health has to be uh, given more importance. And, uh, you know, it, it just has to always be at the forefront now. Um, I, I just felt like it was a very very bad decision on Corey's end to tweet it and for him to really double down on his stance and uh, low-key tell everyone to fuck off when people were calling him out on it mm. uh, Frank Shamrock right? Frank Shamrock he tweeted something uh, uh, something out about how easy it is to be such a bully on social media and Corey Graves actually retweeted, retweeted it, it thinking that did not Fucking hilarious. Uh, forgetting that Frank Shamrock is good friends with Mauro Ranallo. MMA guys love Mauro. And they will defend him to yeah, the death. Yeah. So, you know, um, it, it's really just uh, a shame that uh, you, you have, you, you have uh, someone as gifted as Mauro, someone so beloved, and then fucking Corey Graves has to go pick on him, mm. which, you know, really says that he's uh, become such a heel <laughs> in real life and in kayfabe these days. Uh, okay so I uh, Any other thoughts On that Before no, you, we you, you hit it Right on the head Right on the head yeah.
2: yeah I will say That Corey I mean First of all I don't think we should expect anything better <laughs> from Corey Graves <laughs> since he's been known to be such an ass on social media.
1: He is apparently the one guy who is worse than Seth Rollins exactly.
2: on Twitter. <laughs> Thank Seth- you. I was going to segue <laughs> Seth <Rollins. laughs> uh, to Seth Rollins. <laughs> ah. see, see Seth has the diarrhea of the mouth thing. No, no it, it does. I mean, sorry. No, yeah. I no, mean, Seth- Will
0: Ospreay yes. would like to, S- to uh, sorry. Let me
2: rephrase that. Seth Rollins does have diarrhea of the mouth, but he doesn't double down as much as as Corey Graves, yeah, yeah. to, to be he fair, isn't, he isn't as big a jackass as Graves is. To be, to
1: be fair, uh, Seth can take a hint. Yeah, Seth. Si
2: Seth man, he knows when he's done wrong. Yeah. He apologizes. Shayu
1: Shayu nagbubrden Twitter niya. Yeah, ba? Shayu. Shayang Twitter. Exactly
2: right. Whereas Corey Graves is, he just he just doesn't care. Yeah. He he says he doesn't care, so I don't know what he's trying to pull
0: here. So uh, okay, let's transition to Seth Rollins, who's another uh, another controversial figure on social media. And now on Raw, he's turned heel.
1: Yes, he has
0: basically turned heel, and it wasn't the same Seth Rollins as before now. Nah. Smarmy uh, Smarmy Yeah, yeah uh, Slimy Slimy Betraying someone yeah. It was a very self-righteous Seth Rollins It was very Seth Rollins On social media mm. Which I felt was uh, Very good Because si WWE It's like They finally had the pulse On, on uh, social media On the fans And all that And it was a good uh, it, it was a refreshing way Of turning someone heel
3: Because
0: mm. When you look at What he was doing parang Daniel Bryan The intentions are good but The outcome that he desires Is also good but the execution is so abrasive, so it's something a lot of us can relate to. Like I'm sure we all have these people in our lives. So parang, I'm just trying to do what's best for the team. I'm just trying to do what's best for the company.
2: But <laughs> type A na tao na hindi na katapak sa <laughs> Yeah, I'm just to get like bigger. Much. Yeah, exactly.
0: You know, He went on a rant against AJ and Randy Orton and Authors of Pain, Charlotte and uh, Kev, uh, Kevin Owens and Rey Mysterio. Um, very conspicuous in her absence though was Becky Lynch. She wasn't on the show at all. So there were no reactions that's, from her. That's,
1: that's really weird because wow. she had the closing moment of Survivor Series. Yes. Yeah, she wasn't on Raw at all. That's incredibly strange Mm -hmm. Because I I thought um, Really segueing to Becky uh, for a quick bit I thought she turned heel uh, At the end of Survivor Series By attacking Shayna? Yeah, by attacking Shayna I know that it's really part of her character To to do whatever she wants, right? To be the female Stone Cold Uh, But I thought that it was A culmination then of A little bit of unrest When it comes to the fans with her so I don't know. Parang it should have been a follow
0: up there on Raw. Yeah, nagulat na wala. Yeah. but I don't think they're turning Becky heel. I think one, maybe not. Can't, yeah, mm-hmm. one I think they can't afford to. Two, I think that uh, Shayna is still the bigger heel. Nah, she still kind of deserved it. Okay. If you really look at Shayna's arc, yeah. yeah. So kupal niya talaga na any attack towards Shayna. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna cheer for that. Uh, but yeah, going back to Seth, what are your thoughts on the way that they turned him heel? Yeah,
1: it makes sense because finally uh, they listen to yeah, you know, as you said, they listen to the fans and realize that oh, hey, whatever we do right now, they're not gonna cheer him. So let's lean toward that. Let's lean toward the slide, and have him be as hateable as he can be. This is probably one of the rare
2: times that the WWE actually listened to yeah. the fans. Uh. one of the rare times where they turned one of their. Treasured, cherished baby faces heel, Um, and it's interesting to see because it's never happened before. Yeah, it's never
1: happened before.
0: You're right. They
2: didn't do it with Cena. They didn't do it to Roman Reigns. No,
0: Mm -hmm. they did it to Austin at the height of his uh, babyface run. Hmm? Yeah, in 2001. Well, not necessarily at the height, but I mean to peak Austin. No, no, no. I mean when they turned him heel as part of the corporation.
1: But they turned him heel without having, uh, ba- without having heelish uh, reactions. Did
0: they? Uh, see, I don't remember exactly. I, I just no, know what I'm like saying. The the Cena
1: and Reigns examples are people already hate these guys, but they still uh, they still continue. They, st- they
2: get booze and yet yeah. they get and yet they keep keep pushing them as faces. faces. Yes, yes. So, for Seth to get the golden child of the WWE now to get this heel turn from him. Um, it'll be interesting to see if the WWE continues listening to, you know, the rest of the fans.
1: On the other hand, they're also turning people heel uh,
0: out of sheer joy. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> true. Uh. It, it's fascinating to me that uh, Seth has been getting booed in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I uh, it, It's weirding Twitter actions. I guess was really what led to this point that people just started hating him. I don't know what else... We could point it to other than his behavior on social no, media.
1: No, it, it's Brayden. The feud with Bray was that people really loved the Fiend character and the, the Firefly Funhouse, all of that. It was really well put together, so people were behind it. Um, when it was Seth going up against Bray, they really liked Bray more that they ended up booing Seth. Yeah. It doesn't help that, you know, as of late, uh, at, around that time, Seth wasn't uh, the likable character on social media it's just a bit
2: yeah, hindi din yeah. Kay Seth not at the same time it's WWE's own creation ba they, they built The Fiend to be this new iteration of horror wrestling yeah. and they and it made, worked and they made it didn't just work it worked so well that they couldn't do anything else with it yeah. so it's perfect na niya eh. and like,
1: yeah, it didn't help then the stupid finish at Hell in a Cell was there did that right? yeah, yeah. It,
2: didn't, it didn't help uh, that Ray was supposed to be undefeatable or defeat, right? Right, right. Was vulnerable to anything. So for this to happen to Seth Rollins. eh? Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's no Grab Comus. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that's going to do it for the WWE talk for this week's episode, or at least for this episode of the podcast. Uh, No EEW talk just yet. I haven't even seen Dynamite from last week. Sure. Let's get to the meat of the show. And we're coming off of PWR Vendetta 2019. The last PWR event of the decade. We've been marketing it as such. And well, we're recording this before Ro got here. So it's just me and Chino. And I'm basically going to get his unbiased opinions on the show. Yes. So, as we okay, bag start. Uh, as unbiased as I am known to be. Okay. Yeah. Fair fair enough, fair enough. Okay. What were your expectations of the show heading in?
2: Well, Shepa, first expectation is that this will be the biggest show of the year. Really? No. I mean, it'll after end. After homecoming? No, I mean, it'll end on a bang. Kasi, with a bang, rather. Because ba? it's the last show of the year, of the decade, and after a one-month break, and coming going into a two month break for PWR, Champagne, you want people to remember the the product and the company on a good note, on a high note, so I expected uh great things from the show. I I set the bar really high, which is why certain things will be brought up as we progress with the review. Okay. That didn't meet my expectations. All right. But all in all, I felt like this show um, lived up. I guess to the standard that uh, that I put up for it.
0: All right, it's a game. So, um, any other things you want to say before we get into the show itself?
2: Yeah, no, I was looking forward to a lot of the visiting uh, wrestlers. Um, we interviewed uh, Phoenix on here. We interviewed Shawkat. Kat. Yeah, Shao brought some friends along. These are all people that I looked forward to. Um during the show. Right. As well as the mystery uh the 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 mysterious fifth man of the Naughty Boys. That was also something I was looking forward to. I was very curious to see who their actual fifth man would be. Uh-huh. And we'd find out later who it actually is.
0: Yeah, um, you know, as long as we don't recap it. We're reviewing stuff.
2: Alright, yeah, okay. See ya, see ya.
0: All right, let's start off with the pre-show and that was Revo Ranger versus A B three.
2: I actually caught only the tail end of this uh, match, as things were about to wind down. However, I felt like I caught the most important part of it, and that was AB3 unmasking Revo Ranger, mm-hmm. right? Which to me was the most significant heel turn of the entire show. All right, right? significant in a way because AB3 was still uh, was still on the fence about whether or not he was a heel. Right for the past few shows, he was he was part of a heel stable that he didn't want to be a part of, and now that he was a part of it, he wasn't sure that he was actually heelish enough. Yeah. But putting this um, classic heel antic of unmasking a masked wrestler, but that just put it over that, and he even released an explanation on social media about how he was justified in his actions, and I like that effect because now at least AB three. Picked aside. He's not trying to be a good guy anymore. He's not trying to steer the end game off their evil path. He's actually acknowledged um he's his, his healness, mm-hmm. so to say. So I like where I like where this is going. I want to see a rivalry between Revel Ranger and ABC because I know Rever Ranger uh, isn't the type of guy to take this thing down.
0: Right. Okay. Uh, what did you think of the um, pre-show videos?
2: The pre-show videos were pretty... Actually, I didn't watch it. I was going to past, <laughs> okay. gonna bullshit my way through it. Okay, okay. I didn't watch it. Okay. I didn't watch All
0: okay. right. Well, there will be uh, a couple of them that will play throughout the event. So, you are my videos I watched. Yes, so, the past, yes.
2: Sure. The, the rest of the videos were... Pretty good. If anything, I will bring up something. There were certain spots that deserved the video. Certain matches that deserved the video that didn't get it. Which could have have helped um, explaining the match further. Like, for example, Chino Guinto versus Vlad Sinsic. Chino comes out and calls... And calls out um, his mystery attacker, which was a surprise to me because I barely remembered him being jumped. Could have helped Sana if they compiled all the aftershocks or videos or what have you into a preview package for Chino Ginto and then reveal who the attacker was. And then people wouldn't have a problem with Vlad sinsek suddenly turning heel mm-hmm. because I feel like the heel turn of Vlad was very uh sudden yeah and it wasn't expected especially since coming from homecoming uh he was a face mm-hmm. right? against Ken Warren right right they had, the, they, they had that the fan off mm. that, that that happened and it was it was cute and very faceish right so but for him to come out and suddenly jump Chino and brutalize Chino the way that he did with the um, three muscle busters yeah. was very unexpected.
0: Okay, so yeah, So let, let's uh, get to that as we uh, approach that particular match. Uh, before we get there though, we have the main card which started off with the YOLO Twins versus MTNH.
2: Yes, oh my god, uh, I don't know what your thoughts are about the... New, uh, athletes theme, but that was hella kawaii. That was very, very, uh, cute. <laughs> and anime-ish,
0: I guess. I want to enjoy the fact that uh, they really went all out production-wise. Yes, uh, there was a lot of effort that was put into it. I appreciated it. I was watching it from the side uh, in a corner where I hope nobody could see me, and I, I was just laughing my ass off.
2: It, it was funny It was entertaining. It was. It reminded me, in my limited experience with anime, reminded me of those high school animes. The mga na school girl bida, and mm, they were falling yeah. in love, and then suddenly they break into a fight for some reason. Okay. Yung, well, themes and it, it, it harkens back to that friendship that uh Roderick Mahaba and Imabayashi have and it was cute and it if anything this will help solidify them as an effective tag team which they are they showed it in the match
0: yeah can I can I just say that uh, for those of you who are wondering about the theme song it's actually an original production or an original composition uh by, um, by our local production team
2: yes I was actually very surprised to find out that uh Z- Z- Zion Gomez, yeah, Zion uh, Gomez,
0: the brother of No Rome, yes,
2: exactly. Uh, and one of uh, the most group people uh, produced this music video along with the, with a few other guys from the the PWR in
0: house production crew. So, good job to you guys, kudos. Yeah, so okay. Uh, let's talk about the match the and ma- the uh post match events.
2: Yeah, the match itself. Because chemistry-wise, sure, la mang Yolo Twins. They're a national tag team because they're twins, um, and they are former tag team champions. Meanwhile, a returning MTNH or suddenly at a disadvantage. However, I felt like they pulled it off. Um, I like their new style. This is an MTNH with an edge. Uh, Redrick Mahaba isn't really known for his wrestling. However, I feel like. Or Imabayashi accentuates that uh, with his inning style and vice versa, but they make up for each other's um uh lack of uh mic skills or wrestling diba? in either way. So I like their complementary styles. Um I also like how the Yodo twins uh also tried. to Put up a fight pressure. MTNH walked away with the victory. What I will say though, and what I found weird, was that after the match, there was a truce that happened, yeah. which was odd for me. Mm-hmm. Because it was brainwashing na that it was a truce. Na yeah. So for me, that was a little complicated. A little. Uh, like okay, you're not going
0: Diba? So Bak, it, ik- it, ikaw ba pag
2: It's <laughs> not Blood feed yan eh. pag may brain, pag may Brainwashing na nangyari, So the, fe- the Truth Is actually It's a little Weird mm-hmm. It's a little Weird for me it's, That's what I'm going to say
0: Alright Up next You had the MyPW WrestleCon Championship Match In which Crystal Defeated Phoenix To win The title
2: Yeah I will say That this is The first time I've seen Phoenix entering. Um and I didn't know that they could make a wrestler smaller than Riho, <laughs> but they did, and it, it works for her. Her style is interesting to me because as flexible as Crystal is, Phoenix is probably more so. Uh, she's, she's smaller and a lot more sprightly, so she's able to execute certain things that don't necessarily work for a bigger wrestler. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's unique. It's a unique wrestling in-ring style. Um, Crystal, on the other hand, we've seen her countless uh, times, both as a champion and as a challenger in this case. Um, I will say, though, that I didn't expect Crystal to walk away with the belt. Uh, I get that she has home crowd advantage, hometown advantage, but I don't remember the last time I've seen a uh, foreign... Title Go to a Filipino um, in a PWR
0: show. At a PWR show. Parang hindi pa, yeah. The, but, if memory might, serves me right.
2: This might be the first. Yes. yes, right? Yes, yes. So, this is interesting. I hope this opens the door for a better, more fruitful working relationship with my PW and with PWR. The show of Shawkat FedEx a belt hoping that that doesn't
0: yeah, have exactly to happen again. because
2: because Crystal has it now and w- we hope that we get to see more of her in my PW and more of Phoenix here
0: in uh, PWR. What do you think of Crystal being a singles champion in PWR finally? Because that's never happened before.
2: I, Actually want it to happen I don't know what's taking so long For people to put a strap on her I don't know if they're waiting If management is waiting For an actual women's division Before they make her a champion I want to see her in something Uh, She was a former tag team champion She had to share the title With another person But with this She is of her own accord, of her own achievement. So, asana uh, uh, mayiyariwan. But in this case, she's a champion of um, an international brand,
0: of two international brands. Yeah, right. she is calling herself Crystal Two Belts now. Yeah,
2: exactly, which makes sense because she brings uh she brings recognition to both her as a wrestler and to the Philippines as a wrestling nation.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty nuts to me, and and I don't really mean this in a negative way. It's just crazy how Crystal is a, a singles champion for a Malaysian promotion and an Indian. Promotion and hasn't been one yet in the Philippines. Exactly. I don't know what uh, I don't know what management is waiting for here, but it's interesting to see where she'll go,
2: how she'll spin this into her own uh, PWR tenure.
0: All right. Next up. Okay. Now we can talk about Chino Ginto and the PHX Championship. Yeah, you also had that uh, segment at the start with Distinct being involved.
2: Yes. Okay. I'm Madamig red flags niyo sa segment dito. Um, a few things that stood out to me were Chino was Chino first of all coming out and saying that he's plateaued that he's not he's not satisfied with where his career is going and I guess that makes sense because when you're already a champion there's only so much movement there eh? most of it's going to be lateral people are going to challenge you it's not like he challenged for the PWR title he was just defending his belt so that makes sense however when he brought up up the concept of somebody jumping him, I remember barely, barely remember seeing a video of him being jumped once. So it would have helped a lot if there was a video package that sort of uh, showed Guinto's journey since. Uh, homecoming Since that's when The attack started right? mm-hmm. So uh, a combination of that And Chino Coming out to address That attacker That attacker turns out To be Vlad Sinsik Who is again In an interesting position here Because this third Comes out of nowhere for me um, Vlad Sinsik We know his history With Distinct How he doesn't like the noise yeah, right? So Distinct comes out And I actually thought that it was him and that would have made sense to me because he's an established, well, not established, but a more known heel persona a- a- among the two, Yeah, right? He's started off as a heel, started off being annoying. So it's very that this guy, well, who we thought was just annoying, actually had the balls to jump through the game to more than once, diba right? But for it to be Vlad Sinse to go back to his uh, original uh Let's say persona of of being a heel well, medio, I didn't expect it mm-hmm. As much mm-hmm. But I mean The match itself was very good It was very hard hitting As Vlad can only deliver right? He brutalized Chino He won the title Through rep- referee stoppage uh, I personally Get the point of a referee stoppage Because you, you want to make the guy look strong and dangerous and deadly, right? But I would have also loved to see uh, a pinfall, maybe a submission, maybe put Sheeta to sleep.
0: Well, parang na re, but referee stoppage is kind of in the same, uh, I would say, category well, as putting someone yeah, to sleep. Yeah, I
2: guess, but I mean, like. Uh, but TKO like, unit. A TKO, yun, a TKO is a TKO. I, yeah, that
0: makes sense, okay. Here's a fun stat for you, a fun fact. Chino Guinto has never been pinned to lose a, for him to lose a championship.
2: Okay, so. So does the referee stoppage play into that then?
0: No, no, no. Um, I can tell you for a fact that when it was brought up backstage, uh, pretty much everybody was surprised.
2: Now that's how they decided to end the match?
0: No, no. That was the stat. Oh, okay. Because the first time that Chino lost the PHX Championship, he was injured. Yes. So he vacated it. And then this time around, it was a referee stoppage. It's
2: interesting. It's interesting. I wonder though if it does play into it. Like maybe you would know better, but yeah.
0: Mm, well, if I did know better I would not be at liberty To talk about it Yeah,
2: exactly At least not that's, now That's fair
0: Yeah Okay, n- uh, any other thoughts On Chino, Vlad, and Distinct?
2: Yeah, uh, see Distinct was a non-
0: <laughs> He was
2: a non-factor <laughs> Like, that's the I don't even want to uh, Talk about the two minutes That he was in the ring Kowawa naman si Distinct. I mean He didn't do anything I don't know, the job, But then well So yeah, I, I want to see. I want to see this rivalry develop itself further. Again, it's a lack of ex. It's a lack of of character explanation, a lack of exposition mm. that that prevented me from enjoying the match as much as I could have. All right.
0: So Now we uh, we get to one of the ubusan ng lahi matches, and this is the one that features the Naughty Boys and Koponan Tutan.
2: Uh, we found out that the naughty boys' uh fifth man is actually uh Kali Nueva, which again is another confusing point for me. Okay, Cause Cali Nueva has been a heel his entire uh PWR career, the right? Yeah. He's been he's been the right? he's been annoying. There was no there was no uh there were no signs of him turning face. Uh this uh, at this point of his career In his career Because We talk about Kali Nueva We remember him For being a hipster We remember him For being <laughs> annoying Yeah Right But I don't know If you can consider The vlogs Canon Can we consider them Canon
0: um, I guess I mean like A lot of the uh, A lot of the Stuff from the vlogs Just finds its way Into PWR ah, yes, canon yeah, so. Okay
2: Because the the vlogs That's where he's Face insult <laughs> insulto. Siya. Oh. And even then it wouldn't make sense for him to side with the Naughty Boys because while he and Cap have history, he also has history with Gabberlin. Because si Jamberlin that pausa ng no, walang jawa chat. Yep. yep. So he it places him in a weird uh context here. However, so that's why I feel like it's very confusing for me to start seeing him as a member of the Naughty Boys. I mean is it because he's his neighbor? Is it because he hangs out with the Naughty Boys so
0: much? What, what do you think a move like this does for one, Cali Nueva, and two, the Naughty Boys in general?
2: it. Uh, it's weird for Cali Because he was already competing for titles Singles titles uh, Not to say that he can't stand out on his own As part of a stable However, it'll be harder for him to do so Especially when there are essentially Four other uh, singles competitors in the same stable right?
0: But you can say the same thing about MSG for example
2: Yes, but MSG... Uh, so are you saying that Sadata and Max are going to start competing for the PWR title? I don't know. Uh, so, exactly. So my point being, if, you, if you're if part of a group, of mm-hmm. your group mentality more than your own mentality because you want to be solidification, teamwork, and all that shit. That's for me. Okay. So for me, I feel like it was a backward step for Kali as a character, however, for the Naughty Boys, it's a step forward because they picked up a hot prospect in Kalinueva. Mm-hmm. They filled their gap with the missing guy, all right, ba? And Kalinueva may not have a jawa, but he has friends now, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> good job to him, diba? Okay, what did you think about the match and the, the ma- ultimate result? Na Camus, who was the lackey, naging na kinagago, G- nagigpinaktripan. G- Ends up being the sole survivor.
2: Man, I wish he was here. He could have been hearing all of this. But now he has to hear it on his, uh, <laughs> on his iPod, on his phone, <laughs> on his whatever. Like on his Xiaomi. He doesn't yeah, even have an iPod. On his Xiaomi like everybody else. Uh, no, I love... It's the perfect example of a redemption arc. Mm-hmm. Grab Camus, who started out as this lackey, who cost the matches, cost them a title match, that he ulit going to Finally, put away two guys, essentially. Mm-hmm. He's now, technically, he's now
0: 2-0, right? I, <laughs> I guess so. Right? Technically, he is now 2-0. No, no, he he's lost some matches as well.
2: Okay, fine. So he's yeah. on a two-match win streak. Right?
0: Is he? Yes, I, I, I don't I remember. Mean, no, the... No, uh, you know what? I I, I wouldn't know. Okay, I really see, wish uh, Kamus were here. He would probably I, yeah, be able he to would correct best.
2: Yeah. But what, what I'm trying to say here is that Kamus is... Uh, on the up and up In terms of Single stock value Because He was able to Not only Put away John Sebastian A former Multiple time champion mm-hmm. Grand slam champion If I'm not mistaken deepa, deepa. Deepa he, he
0: hasn't won The all out war title Okay yet.
2: wala pa Okay Oh dearly Grand slam champion Triple crown Yes Okay there we go That's the term Triple crown champion And He was able to put away He was able to put away Cap Who oh, Started all of this yeah, well, who was
0: his tag team partner?
2: Exactly. And if you talk to, if you know their history between Camus and Cap, it's actually more significant. It's a much more significant win for him. Uh, I, I, don't, I can't believe that I'm saying this, but Camus finally did his job, man. Camus finally did his job. He gained new fans. He was able to establish himself as a singles competitor, and he closed that arc uh, with Cap. Cap and that.
0: Can, can i just say that uh, camus was really turned into a star on sunday night yes and um after the uh, after he won he was heading to the back he received a standing ovation from the guys and the girls backstage and then just as camus was getting ready to get stretched out by the physical therapists sinabihan siya ni Jemrilin na camus <laughs> labas gusto makita and there were kids who were crying for him who wanted to hug him Camus took off The shirt off his back The brand new Naughty Boy shirt That he'd only really worn For like all of 15 minutes And then he gave it To the kid
2: Yes exactly I saw this video I was actually seated Behind uh, ECX's friends, you yeah. know, group talagi na, na PWR show.
0: Yeah, Carlo Ro. Uh,
2: Carlo Ro, exactly. Shout out to Nicky Boy Gutierrez who's there. Uh, I was seated behind them, and behind me was the one kid who was shouting Camus 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 the entire night. Mm-hmm. He was shouting so hard. During the whole, and it match, wasn't ironic. It wasn't ironic. <laughs> <laughs> what does he know about irony, doh? No? Fuck, he's <laughs> a nine-year-old kid, no? <laughs> <laughs> He was just he was just passionately cheering for everybody, but more so Camus. Mm-hmm. And I see this. I remember seeing this video posted online by one of the Carlo role, uh Pinos the video showing Camus give the shirt to the kid. Yeah, and it just it, it almost brought a tear to my eye, <laughs> Almost. Oh, oh, <laughs> today, eh. eh. if market sa bata,
0: like, are you even capable of shedding tears?
2: I am. I am.
0: All right. Uh, for most things. For most things. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah but who like knew that? Ako, <laughs> <laughs> Yon, who, who knew that Camus would have uh um, have. Marketable value sa mga bata. Yes,
2: exactly. I, I didn't expect that. I didn't did because
0: like uh, Kamus's value as uh, as a babyface character has always been. Uh, among the people who were in on the joke.
2: Yes. So, he's like a
0: doofus. Yes. Right? Oh. He's a lovable loser, yes, basically. Exactly. That's the yes. character, right? Yes. And everybody loves Camus. Like, don't get me wrong. There is no hate for the Grab Camus character or even Raf Camus, the human being. Yes. N- there's like virtually zero hate. But the fact that it inspired such unadulterated joy from a child.
2: Yeah, Shit. exactly right. I didn't expect this either. I didn't know that he was capable of that reach. The pati mga bata start cheering for him, and he'd be giving away
0: shirts like John Cena. You know what that means? What he's ripe for a proper brutal beatdown. Because <laughs> this is wrestling, right? Yeah. All right. Um. Okay. Let's talk about the guys from Kupanantutan this time. Yeah. What does uh, the appearance at Ubusanang ng Lahe or the loss uh, do for them?
2: Well, I want to say, first of all, that Gatidio looked super strong in this matchup. Uh, He lived up to his redundant nickname, Mm -hmm. Armas Nangarasan. (laughs) Uh-huh. <laughs> because what else are you going to use an armas for? Right? To defend yourself. It's <laughs> <That's> also Karahasan. <laughs> Is it really Karahasan I mean, when you're you defending it, yourself? If you look at it from the other guy's perspective, sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, anyway, I I like that he looks super strong in this match, so strong in the fact that Jammerlin had to sacrifice herself essentially just to get. Uh, Gatilio out mm-hmm. I want to see This match happen I want to see A David versus Goliath Match Between Geraldine And Gatilio Jesus Christ No I really do I want to see it Because Geraldine Has talked to, Talked herself up To be able to uh, Match up against Gatilio uh, oh, On le- social media
0: le- Let's take it to An anime uh, Anime analogy And I'm not sure The Naughty Boys Will appreciate this Because they're weaves And shit But like um, You mentioned Sacrificing yourself To take an, a member Of the opposing team out Did you ever watch Fushigi Yugi you never watched that.
2: In passing.
0: Okay, so so you're familiar, now. Nah, the the seven Suzaku warriors and the seven Seru warriors, are kalabanan sides basically. Yeah. Uh, one of the Suzaku seven, uh, her name was Nuriko, so she's like one of the main good guys talaga. Basically, sacrifices her life uh, or his life to get killed by um, Ashtare, the wolf character. Then basically the same fashion that Gemerlin takes herself out, so Gatilio can also be taken out.
2: Yeah. Well, it was a it was a big factor in the match. The ba wasasanan a horse yeah. On their side, but then they right? lost Jemerlin. But then they also lost Jemerlin, which which uh, was big because that was a big part of their uh, teamwork.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: But essentially, I like how Bolt is now living up to the fact <laughs> that screw the naughty boys, you made me this way. I am living <laughs> up to it. That's what I like. I like I like heel Bolt. Uh I wanted to. I want to see it more fleshed out, though, mm-hmm. uh, because. Now, we just know him as the guy who they started calling Bert, right? Right. But I don't want to know how that affects him in his character development in the long run.
0: Uh, What about John Sebastian? Uh, He hasn't been seen since, I think, Renaissance. And uh, what does this do for him?
2: You see, this is uh, the weird thing about John Sebastian. I don't really know how he fits. I don't remember him being part of any Naughty
0: Boy jokes, so Meron Meron yung Ama JSWLAS oh, one of the first ones yeah, the, yeah he was the target of one of the first jokes oh, like right. remember when the naughty boys feuded with John Sebastian and Crystal Yeah for the titles for the tag like, team which titles, they Yeah they
2: to them right Yes yeah, yes. So yes so
0: the uh, um, uh, the naughty boys actually won see, from yeah, John Sebastian see, and Crystal If
2: the naughty boys lost the titles to John Sebastian and Crystal what would John Sebastian have to gain being a part of this though that's that to me is what I don't get. Uh, the other four, yes, because Dax and Gatilio. Dax has a gripe with the naughty boys, and if Dax has a gripe, so does Gatilio. Right? They are a package pair now. Yeah. Uh so Bolt he became Bert, so gallet There was a cap, of course we know. But see John Sebastian, it's like they shoehorned him into this role. Okay. Like Yes, he's a good wrestler. Yes, he he works. the right? la final touché? He took out a few guys. But what, is, what does he gain out of all of this? That, to me, is the question that has yet to be answered.
0: All right. Any other thoughts on the first Ubusan ng Lahe? Like the video?
2: The video was good. Uh, it, it, it highlighted the parts that needed to be highlighted. Now, a lot of people were saying that in terms of match length, both Ubusan ng lari matches were pretty long. Mm-hmm. However, I feel like if you have the, this many people in one match, ten people um, who all have individual storylines that are converging into this one match, I feel like it's important to have this amount of time to tell that story. Really? Because kasi madami sila, right? so individual yung kwento nila,
0: so uh you're referring to both Ubusan and Lahi matches or this particular one?
2: Both Ubusan and Lahi matches. Wow. Because I I did I actually point if you have ten guys, then that's more opportunities for you to work different storylines as opposed to having two guys just work the same storyline in an hour-long match. Mm-hmm. You get, would get what I'm trying to say. The, the 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 matchups are more varied with ten guys, so you have more opportunities to do things.
0: I don't know. Like I actually stand on a different uh, different side here. Um, like I think that even ubusan ng lahi matches have to have a time limit. Like I don't want them going an hour long. Uh, my favorite Survivor Series elimination match is always going to be 2003. Uh, that was Team Austin versus Team Bischoff. I'm not sure if you remember that. Um, Partly, yes. Yeah, that, that was actually one of the stories that got me into wrestling. And it was very compelling, but it did not have to last an, an hour. It actually only lasted like 33, 34 minutes. And, and if you go through your history of these matches like War Games or Survivor Series, they rarely uh, approach an hour, if at all. And you'll see one guy or two guys, na, their role is really just to, to get the pinfall or to to take the L and be the surprise elimination like uh, a big show gets knocked out a god and gets pinned much to the shock of everybody in the arena. So for me as a viewer, next set in fatigue. So um I was watching the matches and I, uh, I I guess being part of the backstage personnel uh makes my perspective a bit colored Yeah. in the sense that I'm trying to keep track of time. I'm I'm thinking to myself, "Oh boy, I think we're going overtime." Or like I'm thinking cuz like I'm um, in the order of the show like MSG was going to come out next right so I'm thinking okay what time now what time now? are we going to go up next are we going to go up next so um, I, I was thinking of those things but uh, even if I were th- to sit there, like to be just watching one match for an hour straight, that takes a lot out of you. Like, that's why I can't watch you Iron Man matches in one hour. It- it's not for me.
2: And I agree. Uh, I bring up another match in comparison to this match Rafi Babayashi versus Cuatro, best two out of three falls. Yeah. That was also what? More than an hour long. Nema? Yeah. Yeah. But. The 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 main gripe I've had with that match was that at a certain point things started getting repetitive. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel that with ten other guys in the ring.
0: Okay, so you didn't feel that with either match?
2: Yes. I didn't feel that with either match. Maybe moments now, but I didn't mind it as much. Whereas with Quattro and Ibabayashi after every fall, me two a break Then how many times are you going to be able to pull a comeback spot? How many times are you going to be able to have to do that mm-hmm. with just two guys, right? Yeah. As opposed to with the 10 guys who have different chemistries uh, with each other.
0: Okay. Okay. So yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get into that as we approach the main event. Okay. Um, after intermission, it was uh, MSG time. So there was the PWR Championship celebration, which led to the open challenge, and it was James Idol Martinez challenging Chris Panzer for the PWR Championship. Can
2: I just saying, no, imagine me misbranding your championship celebration because that was like all of two minutes, and then you <laughs> called the guy up.
0: Right?
2: Like you could have called it something else. You could have called it championship celebration. You could have called it an open challenge. <sighs>
0: I guess, but you know, um, that's what happens when you're running overtime yeah, at okay. an event.
2: Okay, that's fair. That's fair.
0: Uh, there, there would have been more shenanigans going on, but we also knew that uh, we had a spot on the card to fill, and it was not our job to like soak up all the airtime. <laughs> so that was my live sex celebration. You know? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: anyway. It's this. This to me was the biggest surprise of the night, but also the best one pulled off. James Idol Martinez coming out mm-hmm. after we haven't seen him in a long time in as an in-ring competitor. May lang sabi sa kanya on Twitter na lang niya no buo na triangle. Yeah, which makes sense because he lang ginawa for cheating ngito, Yeah, they did the thing and he walked away. Right, um, but. I will say That this surprise Was pulled off Effectively Because first of all Nobody saw it coming mm-hmm. Nobody saw it coming In fact I thought He was going to call out Sam Balthazar
0: Now who did you think Was going to come out If it weren't a member Of the network
2: uh, Top of my head so- I couldn't really think of somebody right now. That's a thing. I, it could,
0: cause yeah, see, in, in the moment, who are you thinking of? Tengu. <laughs> what the
2: fuck? <laughs> what is, what is, what
0: I, I expected another guest, basically. Was, was it because I was in a barong? Oh, barong, Tengu. No, I was just
2: expecting another surprise guest. Because last show of the year. Eh? Okay. So I thought that they'd be hiding somebody in the map.
0: Because we didn't lose our budget uh, to all exactly. the Malaysians yeah, that we brought.
2: Right? Maybe that's why Red is good. Because he didn't say anything. Who knows, right? Basta, what I'm trying to say is I thought there was another guest coming in.
0: Okay. So, uh, Idol comes in and then the, the promo happens. The but, pro- yeah. The,
2: I will say that this promo is actually the, one of the more entertaining parts of this matchup. Yes, there are moments that Roderick Mahaba shine and there will be moments where Mike Madigal shine in terms of comedy. Yeah. In terms of comedy. However, I enjoyed the fact that while you were uh, maligning James Idol Martinez, The entire time, he was just playing basketball. And to me, it felt like it was getting to you. The fact that he wasn't taking you seriously. Mm -hmm. But the fact that he wasn't taking any of you seriously. Mm -hmm. (laughs) See, Max, he drew a foul from you. Yeah. Like it was a real foul. Yeah. So so the whole playtime aspect was highlighted, which speaks a lot for his character. Because the network character, it's fallen a little flat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it's fallen a little flat now. Uh, networks aren't uh, multi-level marketings aren't such a big deal now. Yeah, I feel like the it was a it was a thing back then. But it's not, not such
0: a, a hot issue. Yeah,
2: exactly now the right? So so for him to have this different take on his character, uh, it took his character out of the multi-level marketing context. How it's uh, a different side to idol. How he's. Acknowledge the fact That he's a comedy wrestler now it's
0: I mean like, I think He's always been A comedy wrestler Like that's always been The part he'd play But you
2: know? I, I felt like Even when they were Tag Team Champions It's closer to your character Than to Let's say A Brad Cruz Character.
0: No, but when he was a tag team champion, good. Then yeah, the network were still uh, comedy characters. Uh, he he was still a good guy. Like the schemer as a good guy is still different from schemer as a bad guy. You know well, what I
2: mean? All right, that's fair. That's fair. But the, you 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 your strategic side yeah as the leader of the network uh, wasn't as prevalent here in this matchup um uh, chris panzer you know he just makes anybody in the ring look good <laughs> he's just he's just that type of talent uh i am so impressed with the level of competition uh that idol and panzer put out during this match to the point that i there were times in this match that idol might actually walk away with it Mm-hmm. And and a part of me, as the match progressed, wanted him to win. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because it was so compelling. That's good. That means that uh you know we we did what we were yeah. supposed to do.
2: It was so compelling. It would have been a troll if I had walked away with the title and maybe lost it the next show. Okay. Making him like the shortest PWR champion ever or something. Mm-hmm. Right? But it was such a good it was such a good surprising match in this this whole uh, lineup of matches.
0: All right. Uh, what about the match between MSG and the PWOGs?
2: So This is where I this is where I have uh, more things to to
0: gripe about. All right. Go about. go ahead. Okay. This is your review, so you know it's time uh, for your opinions.
2: It's it's it, well MSG uh, has a certain edge to them now, mm-hmm. right? Uh, This match I felt like It wasn't as up to par As I expected it to be Okay Because Siguro had the length of the show Yeah Maybe I don't I expected more uh, But it does It does work This matchup works on A few different points Number one Okay You have four OGs In the ring at the same time When Jake DeLeon tries to bribe Main Max and Chris Panzer You kind of forget that I Certainly have Mm -hmm. So that was surprising for me. Number two It sets up A It sets up a Panzer Jake DeLeon Feud Down the ways Um, Panzer gets involved in the match Jumps Jake DeLeon And we haven't seen these two guys Intersect so much NPWR because both of them have either you have either been faces or one of them's been injured or mm-hmm. one of them hasn't been around as much. So to see them uh cross paths in this manner is actually something that I'm looking forward to. Okay. That being said, I felt like this match could have uh pushed the envelope more, could have could have strengthened the wrestling more. See, how so? Uh, I felt
0: Okay This is just me Yeah of course it's just you This is your opinion
2: Because <laughs> since So I Of my opinion Okay My opinion Alright the, See The jake the, Because The match wasn't as long As I could have wanted it to be So uh-huh. therefore It wasn't It was restricted To the amount of things That they were trying to do Yeah Maybe the Maybe the Title match lasted A little longer Mm-hmm. I don't know, but what I could say is I wanted to see more, and if anything, it makes me want to see this matchup again. Maybe down the down the ways, down in in a future show.
0: Okay, uh, you you mentioned that you had you know um na you wanted to see more. What is that more?
2: By the more, more spots, maybe. it? Left me wanting. Eh. Okay. to beat matchup.
0: Hindi ba good thing yun? Like uh, there are there are certain times na. You don't want to put everything out there, especially when it's not, say, a I, championship match.
2: I guess. Or
0: it's not the main event.
2: You know, yeah. I guess.
0: I mean, to tease you for the next show or the next encounter or the next. I
2: guess, yeah. If you look at it that way, then it makes sense. Because, say, uh, the whole show was already running towards, what, three hours at this point?
0: Yeah, yeah. It was pushing three hours yeah. by that point. So, yeah, so at, at that point, like, um, throwing out everything, even the kitchen sink, would have been overkill, right?
2: Yeah, I guess. Okay, that makes sense.
0: Just yeah. explaining things, I mean, from the performer's point of view.
2: Yeah, but oh from uh, from the reviewer point of view. Parang, uh, why am I why am I not enjoying this match as much as I could have, right? uh, okay. Right. Why why am I not? Because I missed main match six one nine for one.
0: Why did you miss main match at six one nine?
2: I, 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 I not when I looked up, <laughs> when I looked up, got the the so so that's a silly reason to exactly, miss it, exactly, right? So. That's kind some, of on you That's yeah, No, I'm saying That there was a point In the match Where I wasn't pay, was It wasn't compelling enough For me to pay attention Whereas with Idol versus Chris Panzer I was paying attention The whole time So Was there was was Maybe it's on me uh, But at the same time Lube, he, no one I don't have go concentration From the match So Maybe it could have been More compelling for me And I could have Paid more attention to it
0: Okay See, okay. see yeah. Let's move on to the All Out War Championship between Jan Evander and Martivo. Okay, just like the last match, the previous
2: matchup, And Homecoming, Jan Evander isn't really used to this type of match. He's an All Out War wrestler, he's not a hardcore match type of guy. Whereas Martivo, he came to the ring wearing a weapon, basically, mm-hmm. you know, in his studded cap. Right? So he he's made this division into his own. Uh, I like how we saw more of Evander's uh, brutal side More evil side in this matchup Because we see him start to use weapons now Even if he really doesn't know how to utilize them to the best of their capabilities Yeah, We see him call in the good squad mm-hmm. In AB3 and Vintendo uh, to beat on Martivo We see him win By hitting Martivo uh, Top of the head With the title Yeah diba? And congratulations To John Evander to Jan-, Jan Evander Jan Evander Sorry uh, But I also felt That this match Wasn't as Well received As it could have been I felt like The audience reaction To his victory And to the finish Was a little tepid But he was way what? because they don't have audible boost.
0: Okay. Wala, say, ano, wala wala na sila. It, it had been a long show by di that ba? point. Exactly.
2: So, it could have been more if there was an audible sense that there boo, may a gas, there something that was hyped by Johnny Vander as said you all-out-the-one champion. But pa didn't. So, he diminished his title win mm-hmm. for me. That's what I felt.
0: Okay. Um, any any thoughts on Jan Vander winning the championship?
2: Good for him. He has his new title. He has his first singles title in uh, PWR. I thought I feel like the All Out War title is the graduation title for for you to signify that you're ready to move on to the main card or to the big leagues. You start with the All Out War title, and maybe Martivo moves on to become PHX champion or PWR champion uh, in the future. But for now, I just wish I wanted a hotter reception for Jan Evander's uh, victory.
0: All right. So we had to take a quick break because Chino had to take a piss. Uh, and he, he dragged me in, too. Yeah, and, and <laughs> dragged Rowan because <laughs> he I finally can, got can, here.
2: Kalakas <laughs> urge ko uh, to do a number one. Somebody else had to help. Yeah.
0: Yeah. To be fair, Kala. I'm fine
1: help you do shit. To be fair, Kala ta- ko fa- ta- fa- man.
0: Yeah. All right, anyway, uh, let's, let's wrap up the Vendetta review by talking about the main event, the biggest match on the card. Ubusan ng lahe, number like how two. we're just
2: keeping that in. <laughs> just
0: like,
2: huh? We're just keeping the whole fact that I had to cut for a breath and
0: in. Yeah, we, we have to explain how Roe made his way into <laughs> okay. the review by, <laughs> <Unlike> <laughs> for the very okay. last match. Yeah,
1: unlike the WWE,
0: our storylines make sense. <laughs> 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 All right, Ubusan ng lahe between Team Pilipinas and Team Malaysia. What were your expectations first about this one? Okay,
2: first of all, we bring up the length of the Ubusan and Lahey matches a lot on this review. And that is warranted. However, there are four guys in this matchup. Harry Ray, Cornelius Lowe, Sari Gala, and The Glitch, Tony Abel, Mm -hmm. who we've never seen before. I've never seen them before, personally. right? So I don't know what they're all about. So I... Wanted them to use this time And I felt like they used it effectively To showcase uh, who they are Mm -hmm. To introduce themselves to the revolution, Nation And to the Philippine wrestling nation In fact Okay So I feel feel like they lived up to it I felt like they did it I also wanted to see uh, How the combustible elements On Team Filipinas' side uh, Would work out Will JDL be able to Live up to the match After the beating that he took uh, during their tag team match, nima? will Cuatro and Mike Madegal get along? What about the Kakai Bros? Are they ready to step up in this type of match? Uh, these are things that I had to consider uh, as I anticipated this match.
0: Okay. 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 So let's start with the match itself. Like, What did you think about um, the entire match as it went along from uh, the boot order to um, the entrances, the gimmicks, the spots?
2: I... Uh, Team Malaysia has its own gimmicks. First of all, Si Shaukat is the prophet of pain, so he said he wrestled strong style. So that's he definitely wrestled strong style that night, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Cornelius Low, he's he's cheeky. He's 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 easily the most deceptive wrestler there
0: one in deceptive yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. he do he do joint but mani- the small joint manipulation yeah, yeah which i haven't seen in a right? Eh? what uh john yes evander yeah, dude but i mean john he evander. just breaks hands he eh. didn't he did She like submission hold yeah john
0: evander used to do that yeah and he, that's okay. a
1: ralph mabayashi thing too
0: yeah
2: sorry it's ralph an umabayashi
1: thing too okay yeah, that's yeah. fair
2: but eh, i haven't seen it uh uh in a while oh, yes. all okay, right yes. okay, is, sure. is that fair I haven't seen it in the past, right, so, that uh, is fair. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, interstellar. interesting and then there's Harry Gray, who I feel like he's he's the Filipino Mike Madrigal. He's sorry, <laughs> he's the Malaysian Mike Madrigal. Okay. Uh, well. in his in, in the way that he, in his evasiveness. In, okay. In the way how he, in the way he tries to avoid conflict and uses that as an opportunity to attack.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: A very heel type of move. See Tony Abel, you. I felt like he stuck out because. I was a little confused. I had a feeling that he was a face.
0: I'm not sure. Um, I'm actually not they sure. Might if he's be yes. Right. So yeah, yeah.
2: so because he, he there, I can't think of a specific example
0: other than his shirt. Well That's see, Tony Abel is actually part Pinoy. I'm not sure if uh, that matters. But um an, another, yeah. So another so meta <laughs> layer to the match is that uh Shawkat and Serigala are part of the Feral Alliance. Uh-huh. Yes. So there's that and is in the Feral Alliance. Oh he's not? He's not okay, Serigala is in the Feral Alliance. Harry and Serigala are Feral Alliance. Yeah, Tony Abel does his own thing, Lo does his own thing, and then Shao does his own thing So too. none of these
2: so except for Serigala and who's the other guy? Harry Harry Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of them are doing their own things.
0: I guess, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So pretty much, so it's,
2: it's pretty similar to the situation of Survivor Series, uh, oh. or of Team Filipinas, because you oh, have yeah, one yeah. tag team yeah. and then everybody else is just they're just well, individual characters, yeah, right? yeah, essentially,
0: right? Well, when you think about it, uh, like in terms of like the whole nationalism beating the chest proudly about being Filipino, you have JDL and Cuatro who share that. Mm. Okay,
2: that's fair. That's fair. Uh... Uh, uh, it's interesting to see These th- These five guys From Malaysia Doing their thing uh, You got yeah, Like I said See Tony Abel um, He was He was actually Sticking out to me uh, More In terms of his Alignment um, With the four other dudes um, But I guess Now that we have That background Now that I have That background That makes A little bit more sense uh,
1: It's it's sad that you only Got the background After the fact Yeah you got it, yeah.
2: it it To me I felt like he was a face He was a face Playing a heel You know what I mean I think a lot of
1: um, A a good guy Trying to be a bad guy Uh, Him and Shaukat I think Yeah Shaukat Uh, is a tweener At this point Yeah yeah
2: Okay But Shaukat he sold it, he'd go in the ring, he'd slap his fucking teammate in the face. <laughs> well, it
0: because, was only low that he would slap because low would mess around. Then,
2: well, no, exactly, but then he'd still slap it. Do you <laughs> see anybody else do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no, yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. So it was something that he owned up to. Whereas with Tony but he'd toy around the idea that uh, I'm, a, I'm a heel, so I have to do heelish things. All
0: right. I, I think um I, and I know this is your review but like I, I was gonna ask you see I'll, I'll ask you in the line like would it have helped if say pWR or smart Henry released like a primer like who are these guys yes uh, whether they're affiliations in yes. my pw that type of stuff
2: remember when the uh Australian dynasty? Yeah, um,
0: the, the dynasty, yeah.
2: The dynasty. Uh, or the, foundation. the foundation. foundation.
0: there we go. <laughs> the no, no, I, I think Chris Target and yeah. Andrew Carter now call themselves the <laughs> dynasty. Ah, I, yeah, exactly, I didn't, I didn't uh,
2: they have a Facebook page called the Australian dynasty. See, the foundation, when they jumped, when they did the whole jump uh, attack uh, during the-
1: The, the, the uh, triple threat. Yeah, the triple threat.
2: The winner take all match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, during uh, Championship period. I said That my biggest gripe Was that I didn't know Who they were Yeah And then y'all Released that primer Stating all the different matches Of Chris Target Andrew Carter Etc It helped a lot So Sarah We got something like this For the Malaysians
1: mm-hmm. Okay um, Sure
2: If not for Shawkat Because we've seen Shawkat before So many times Yes Yes For the other guys Including uh, Phoenix Mm-hmm information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Supporting mm. information for the four other guys. So that there wouldn't be any confusion once the match happens. Okay. I understand that there's only a limited amount of time to tell these stories because there's a, almost at least a month in between shows. Right? Even with the shows, you only get so many minutes to tell your own story. Mm-hmm. So that's why you have the aftershocks and the vlogs and what have you. So it would have helped if they utilized every single... um arm of storytelling that they had
0: to tell the story. Okay. Um, okay, let's talk about the match itself. What did you think of how it all went down? First of all, uh, this was the third time
2: in PWR history, if I'm not mistaken, that we see a uh, leader, the head guy, get booted out first. At this point, I feel like it's just beating a dead horse now. Mm. Like, but at this point, when they started, when, when they, when the first hit, they, when the Team Malaysia was hitting JDL with their finishers, the very first finisher I saw, I was like, ah, okay, JDL is si JDL, Sure. Na.
0: No, I, I feel you there. I thought the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because we saw it now with Trian getting, exactly. uh, getting booted first. Exactly. And it made sense then. Uh,
2: and during, um, your Umbusan ng with,
0: with Panzer. No, yeah. no, Chris Panzer was third boot. Sa third boot. Team ba, sa, okay. Yeah. So, oh. Oh, so, but yeah, the so first name night- is Joey Bax.
2: Okay, so your y- y- point is two in one night, yeah. that's a little especially with only two Ubersen allies. Okay. Yeah. That's a little uh, a little redundant, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh see y- siguro JDL wanted to take a break after the beating. He's been beat on twice in one match, but mm-hmm. to see a, to see a JDL comeback spot, he the pin his his pinfall was broken. he'd take a breather outside and suddenly he'd rally back to the in the later moments of the match three on two or some shit. It would have been much more compelling for me
0: mm-hmm.
2: than what had happened. however, it's not I'm not saying that what happened wasn't compelling at all. Um, the, the the interaction between Mike Madrigal and Cuatro As the match progressed was very <laughs> it, was, it, it was very interesting Mike Madrigal and Cuatro, So he'd keep calling Marky back in Marky who I believe was the star of this match uh-huh. What a workhorse this guy You yeah. <laughs> don't give him enough credit for being a good wrestler I'm giving him all the credit in the world now
0: uh one of my friends from the Survivor community, his name is Miko Panis, he was actually at the show and uh, he took this photo of a dead Marky <laughs> resting his head on the top turn buckle and he captioned it at PWR official ng Racy si Marky.
2: <laughs> <laughs> one of the one of the twins said Marky died for our sins that Sunday. <laughs> this was true. Marking with that Boy Which is funny. <laughs> but it's true, man. Marking just put a one hell of a performance. What a cardio machine. You know, what did you
0: think about Serigala? He was easily the biggest guy he in the match. He was
2: easily the biggest guy in the whole show, guys. I thought you couldn't build them bigger than Shao Kat in Malaysia, mm-hmm. but I was wrong. When he did that, when he did that, uh, Jackhammer and the crowd started shouting Goldberg. I started shouting Goldberg. That that was the, one of the rare times that I got a pop out. Cause I, I didn't expect a Jackhammer from a guy that from from. In a PWR ring from a guy that large, okay. he
0: he really looks large in real life. Yeah, yeah. very imposing. But mm-hmm. he's a nice dude. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when he introduces himself and says hi, uh hindi ba ka a Yeah. But when he takes his shirt off and he starts getting out there in the ring, preso or ex-con
2: One of our friends, friends of the pod, said that he was a super evolution of Bombay Suarez. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I hope he doesn't hear you, man. Because he's going to throw you around like he threw around Cuatro. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah it's just super impressive to see. Those those crisp overhead Germans or mm-hmm. belly-to-bellies. Try
0: impacting. impact.
2: Exactly. Um, not to discredit Cuatro, because Cuatro is an expert of being thrown around by <laughs> larger guys <laughs> now. His <laughs> calling card is no. way. Right? So... It was just, it was just so what a treat, man! What a treat. Mm -hmm. Any other thoughts on the match itself? Um, As the match progressed on, like I was saying, malaking bagay yung tag team chemistry ng kahaybros on Team Pilipinas side. The fact that they were an actual tag team and former champions, um, they were able to use that to their advantage and uh, take care of two, two or three of Team Malaysia. But a few guys, it was a big factor there And then Marky out the performance that he did Quattro doing the same thing Mike Patagal actually working with Quattro uh, These were stories that I felt needed the time it was given to be told um, That is why I felt like the time here was better
0: utilized
2: And that's why, that's why I don't really have that big a problem with it
0: uh yeah. Speaking of the time, it actually went close to an hour. I think fifty-five yeah. minutes. Yes. Fifty-five
2: minutes was the last announcement I heard. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So um, given you know having watched the fifty-five minutes, ikaw hindi ka napagod.
2: Hindi ako napagod actually.
0: Um, All right.
2: Na, I, as far as pagod is concerned, yung match na nagdi ibabayashi yung na feel ko pagod eh. Mm-hmm. The okay. two out of three falls one. That's mm-hmm. that's where I actually felt it. Now granted, Ro brought up the point that but Tao mm. uh and the power back non. Yes, maybe that. I mean,
1: ma- I mean, many tao in the match so that there is always something going on.
2: Yeah, you, you're, ah, okay, that exactly that's the point I'm trying to make, mm-hmm. these, these many moving parts in one match makes it more interesting for me as a watcher. Uh, than to, say, have a uh, one-on-one matchup that okay. goes like an hour.
0: Mm-hmm. What did you think about Quattro and Mike Madrigal being the sole survivors?
2: It's interesting. Because, first of all, uh, when entrances were being made, Quattro walks out wearing the Philippine flag. Yeah. And Mike Madrigal, being Mike Madrigal, had to one-up him and brought out an even larger flag. Mm-hmm. Which, to me, was interesting because it's Mike being Mike, right? couple, kupal Right, so so that to be you'd see that play on as the night progressed, and I wonder if I feel like this isn't going to make them rivals. I feel like they're going to be a tag team mm-hmm. because they work well together in the sense that they have mutual respect, but they don't necessarily like each other, so sort of like the bar. Uh, yeah. and, okay. <laughs> and I want to see that I'm more interested In seeing that Than see them face off One on one
0: So who si no sees Cesaro And si who sees
2: Seamus to <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright Any other thoughts On Ubusan and Lahe Before we wrap it up
2: I will say that I did miss uh, Our regular uh, Ringside announcers ring, In-ring announcers Watch right. in and Bailum so mm-hmm. It's unfortunate That they were there But you guys uh, They sounded good but they did—they didn't have as much of an impact as Punch and as Brian Loops would have had. Uh,
1: it's it's their first day, literally their first day in like, the job. Yeah, okay, yeah. I get—I yeah. get
2: that you're being thrown uh-huh. in the deep end right away. But of course, as as a regular uh, watcher of PWR shows, audience member, yeah, yeah, fan. as a regular reviewer and fan, chepe the babalikin bagay that you. Somebody, somebody's playing around with the Japanese introductions right. or Poch being Poch.
0: You know, um, I, I, I know that I was actually part of the team that was helping out the ring announcers but I, I just have to say here I was really, really sad that I did not hear the words here is your winner and sole survivor Grab Camus. Exactly. <laughs> I was really sad that I could not hear those words. Like I, I really wish that uh, the announcer at the time had 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 said those in the announcement. He just went directly into "Here's your winner, the Naughty Boys of Professional Wrestling." Professional yeah. Wrestling, but <laughs> yeah. So you know, I'm, I'm not trying to throw him under the bus here. I know that uh, you know the, the, the jitters must have been there. It's just that you know, as like, friends of Camus, <laughs> as friends of Camus, I wanted to see the moment. I I sadly did not get to catch that moment, but I wanted to hear it. Because it's a thing that here is your soul survivor. The same way it was done for Randy Orton yes. when he was coming up, right? Yes, to have that moment. Here is your fucking soul survivor. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. Like, I guess from from me, like you know, having watched wrestling all these years, you kind of memorized these spills. But I guess it's not the same for everybody.
2: Well, uh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I mean, these guys are due to the job after all. So, bakakadisa na that you have to say it.
0: Sure, yeah,
2: you know, maybe they maybe they forgot about it in the heat of the moment. Probably. Probably yeah. But yeah. I, I really can't blame them. However, yes, it does it it does take away from the moment of Cabos. Yeah,
0: just you know, just coming from him being our good friend and all.
2: Exactly, exactly. I get what you're trying to say.
0: Okay, let's zoom out here and let's give the grade and the awards. Which one do you want to do first?
2: Let's do the awards first. Okay. I feel like that's more interesting. My okay. uh my match of the night is going to the Daughty Boys uh, versus uh uh-huh. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it's because They're all friends of the podcast Or or of myself personally But every time I see a Naughty Voice match I am just very compelled to cheer and stand And just I'm glued to the ring Or my eyes are glued Not me personally <laughs> my <eye>. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but, but my eyes are glued to the match Because <laughs> it's just great storytelling for me How they were outnumbered At the beginning How they had difficulty With this one guy Right How it was How uh, How they had to fight the odds And even uh, There was a point made here How this was the more compelling Of the two ubusan and lahi matches Which I didn't see at first But as the story got told It actually made more sense to me In fact, this was just A great way to tell a story How all the individual Uh insults that the Naughty boys delivered to their respective members of Kuponan Tutan were I thought they were just one off jokes yeah mm-hmm. but to later be revealed to be the cause of this formation of this alliance Abdul I didn't expect it I, I didn't see it that way but that as it formed say oh there's there's really there's really something behind that behind all of it and then to have this story told in that way uh, it, was, it was very, very, uh, it was very, very well done.
0: All right. How about your spot of the night?
2: My spot of the night goes to uh, Honorable Mention, first of all. Honorable Mention spot, which is the first time I'm doing this. Goes to Idol playing basketball. Wow. Because the psychological effect it has when you're insulting somebody that's not a bland speaks volumes. Okay. Right? Because he knows that he can put up uh, One hell of a match And he did Mm -hmm. So there's that Alright How about the The actual
0: actual winner
2: The actual winner is going to Crystal With the new title
1: Okay Okay Okay.
2: Because it's a new title It's a title change It's actually uh, I I might be mistaken The first time a foreign title has changed hands in PWR Uh, Hmm I
1: I can't I'm not sure if that is accurate It might be But uh, Internet fans correct yeah, me yeah, if I'm yeah.
2: wrong, but uh, to my knowledge, it is. Yeah, to,
1: yeah, I, it pretty much probably is. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to remember. Uh, something else happened. Um, our guys won, uh, But sa sa pero. yeah, okay, that. Uh, but
2: at PWR. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And for okay, the, Yeah, you're, you're probably right. You're probably right. Okay, and, and for
2: for Crystal to be Crystal Two Belts now, huh, which is what she's calling herself. Mm, yeah. It it emphasizes the fact that she is the queen mm. of Philippine wrestling.
0: And your star of the night is?
2: And I'm going to first give out honorable mentions <laughs> again. <laughs> okay. okay. Dummy
0: awards? Oh, oh, right. Okay.
2: Honorable mentions
0: Who turned you to Santa Claus?
2: Okay. So, see, last show day. Okay, it. Okay. Go on, the, on, go on, go ahead, Oprah. Decade. See, Marky deserves an honorable mention. Because <laughs> okay. he's a workhorse. Mm-hmm. Nor Phoenix deserves an honorable mention because she, I've got to see a, a, a history maker, a game-changer in the ring, mm-hmm. and I think she deserves that. Uh, gala because he's a beast, <laughs> and I, he might throw me over his head if I don't say it. Okay. But the actual winner of Star of the Night, and these are words that I never thought I would say ever in the history of reviewing these shows, Star of the Night goes to Krab I knew it, I knew it.
1: The reason why he's not here is he he can't take it. Well, he, if you've he, he heard, heard, heard those words himself... I don't think I don't think for the rest ask, of the show. I would actually give him a good
0: 5 minutes to lose his shit and No, crying. he was here. No no no
1: no he's going to he's going to sit there stunned, maybe uh, start crying we
2: in <laughs> So, say I, I, he he not only wrapped up his arc as the perpetual loser. He also wrapped up the naughty boys arc against uh Cap. Mm-hmm. So for that reason alone hey, He picked up a
0: victory Yeah
2: you know, For yes,
1: himself his, his, his one win Yeah
2: For himself And for the Naughty Boys And for that I feel like he deserves
0: Star of the Titan
1: Yeah right. I was pretty much uh, Predicting that you were Going to say that Yeah So
0: did I I mean with honorable yeah, mentions I I, I could kind of see that
2: Yeah I, I'm, I'm proud of the guy I mean Marky did his job Did as well you Noor know uh, Phoenix did as well But Grab Camus Deserves all The the, it's his year man. This last 2019 <laughs> He got to meet Sami Zayn, <laughs> You Zayn. <know, laughs> he was the last person In the fucking Umbusan Uh
0: huh.
2: He, he deserves all of it man. He, all put, right. he put in all the work
0: There you have it uh, The awards for Vendetta And we're gonna close things out With The Grade
2: Okay People might think I'm harsh But I'm going to give this show A B plus Okay, okay. Well,
1: how, is oh, how is that harsh? How is that harsh? How
2: is that harsh? It's I, pretty good. But I give an ace, right? It's fine, like One of two B+. It's, it's,
1: it could be worse. You know? A lot yeah, worse.
2: Yeah, I felt... my the way I look at these shows is do the bad moments take away from the good moments and vice versa, I felt like while there were glaring omissions of story, ba? Mm-hmm. I get how uh, management wants to tell stories that... Wants to book matches That involve great wrestlers That don't necessarily have a moment to shine In regular Mm storylines I get that But there are ways to tell that In story form Because I feel like wrestling is still A storytelling medium So People still need to go back to telling stories And while the matches With random opponents were good With random lineups were good Um They could have been told better. I felt like, although that being said, I don't uh,
0: think that it took away from the value of the show.
1: Should be plus. Should
0: be plus. All right, that's fair. Okay, Chino, thank you so much for reviewing PWR Vendetta. Before we end this episode of the podcast, we gotta give you our picks of the week as always, as per tradition on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. So I'm gonna start off with mine, the Women's War Games match. I talked about it earlier at the top of the show and if you just need one match from all of War Games, maybe, you know, aside from like the other War Games match, uh, the Women's War Games match is definitely worth your time. Uh, If you have not yet fallen in love with Candice LeRae and Tegan Knox, this match Match will probably make you love them even more.
2: My pick of the week is go- is going to the team <laughs> team Champas fourth guy in Kevin Owens coming out to save the day for NXT. It emphasizes his roots uh, with NXT. It emphasizes his hate for uh, the Undisputed Era, and it gives him a pop unlike which I've never heard from him. Uh, in a long time The your, your reaction of fans Was just Ballistic Even I lost it at home So My pick
1: goes to Kevin Owens Alright My pick of the week Is from Survivor Series It's the mid-card Championship Triple threat It's not the best match On the card But I, there is a certain Kind of enjoyment I get from watching Roddy Strong Toss around people That are bigger than him And you know It's also a bunch of guys That I really enjoy watching So you know It's not the best But I pick it
0: Alright now, uh, we got to put this episode to bed. We went extra long yes, for this for particular episode just, just because there was so much to talk about. So much wrestling. So much Camus. And yet, so little of him on <laughs> uh-huh. this
1: episode. None of him at all. None of him at
0: all. Uh, before we get out of here, we got to thank everybody who's always helped us, specifically our family here at Podcast Network Asia, to babyface producer Ryan, who's right next to me uh, monitoring everything, making sure this recording goes smoothly. Of course, uh, Podcast Network Asia. If you want to know more about them, you can check them out here at We Remote Coworking Philippines. Check them out on social media. They are everywhere, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And you can check out the other shows as well. Our CEO, Ron, has Hustle Share, and it basically tells you how you can make the grind. Uh, you can cash in on the grind and make that hustle work That's for true. you. You have the Eavesdrop, the Halo Halo Show, everything in between, the Generation Gap. The Cool Pals recording next door. Yeah, Uh, are they in next door right now? Right now, I think they they are. are. All right, they are. And uh, the Kudazers also part of the roster. And there are more uh, more shows that are going to be part of the Podcast Network Asia lineup very, very soon. So if you want to check it out, all you have to do is to find us on social media. As for us, you can find us as well at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Facebook, at Wrestling Two X Pod on Twitter, and on Instagram. Uh, yeah, Gina. no, it's Wrestling also, Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. Yes, oh, my bad.
2: Also, I am going to be doing some improv yeah. uh, this week and next week. Uh, that is tomorrow. Oh, sorry, that is Thursday, November twenty eighth and December tenth. That's next. Tuesday, with uh, my third world improv group, Carambola, we'll be doing our graduation shows. We'll be opening for Spit this Thursday at Commune in Poblacion Hey, that's at coffee shop at the corner. Of Polaris and Durban I believe Um, Tickets are at 300 pesos Reach out to me On any of the social medias uh, So for tickets And information Please come out It's an important
0: Important show For all the members Of Carambola
1: I miss communism.
0: And uh, (laughs)
1: please stop by
0: Right, and you're probably listening to this on a Wednesday morning. So this afternoon I'm gonna be back at our alma mater at the UP College of OA. Mass Communication. There mm-hmm. is a uh, there's a seminar or a workshop featuring uh, CMC grads who've went on to radio either the fuck? Yeah, radio yeah, sorry, yeah. not bad. So like student <laughs> DJs, former student DJs. Former student DJs who've gone on to be uh, actual DJs in the business. I mean I've been an EIC, how come I don't get invited to anything? <laughs> So this will be moderated by Jelo Caronan of Jam eighty eight point three, who is actually a student at the Broadcast Communication Department or whatever the fuck they call it now. Uh, broadcast I'm pretty sure media, so the broadcast no, 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 it's not the Broadcast what? Media Arts and Studies. What? Nagrip bro. What the fuck? Yeah. So I'm gonna get to see that up close and personal in a few hours. So thank you again to everybody. And if you want to keep the podcast alive, all you have to do is hit that download button. In <laughs> or yeah, throw money at us. You know, sponsor like, the podcast. Please, How can you do please. that, Ryan? Can you do that? Yes, they can. They can? Absolutely. If you, you want to do that, you, all you have to do is send us a message. You yeah.
2: too can be a podcast.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> they can. On the
2: Wrestling, Wrestling
0: Podcast. So download, subscribe, share, please. Of course, listen to the entire thing. Let people know that we exist. Boost the rankings and the ratings and put money in our pockets into our Paymaya accounts as well. It would really help us go a long, yeah. long way. Shout out to Paymaya. Shout out to Podcast Network Asia, to the good people at We Remote Coworking Philippines. Shout out to Camus, Shout out Somewhere to everyone in at world. Vendetta. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you very much for- Thank you Malaysia. Thank you to Malaysia. Yeah. Shout out to Shauka, to Phoenix, Harry Ray, Sarigala, Tony Abel, and Cornelius Lowe. Cornelius Lowe, one of the OG listeners, apparently, Oh yeah, the yeah, podcast. Yeah. Hey,
2: hey, shout out. Uh,
0: Cornelius Low. Before we get out of here, really quick story about Cornelius Lowe. The guy <laughs> uh, the guy saw me put on my Shut Up Kamas t-shirt backstage after Vendetta. He marks out and goes, wow, what is that shirt? Does it say Shut Up Kamas? And I'm like, yeah, it's a, it's a podcast shirt. It's, it's a limited edition and he goes I want one and I'm like this is the only one I have left and I'm wearing it and he goes alright I'll get it off you and I'm like you want it after I've worn it for a minute and he goes yes and I'm like sure just give me the money the 300 pesos we'll give it to Calmas charity and you can have the shirt so I disrobed right then and there and gave him the shirt wow <laughs> and he spent the rest of the night wearing the shirt yeah, he, he, he <laughs> yeah. uh, can corroborate this. Yeah, he, he, did.
2: Uh, he I was taking pictures with the wrestlers after the show yeah. uh, with Tony Abel um, and Harry Ray. Cornelius Lowe was right there. I shook all their hands, congratulated, congratulated them on a match. Well done. And then Cornelius Lowe goes, Wait, aren't you Chino? You're the <laughs> Chino? He marked out on me after
0: I marked out on him. D- <laughs> <the D-coner. laughs> so, yeah, shout out Cornelius Lowe. We've saved the last couple minutes of the podcast for you. I hope you made it this, uh, this far. Uh, Uh, Can see Can see Right, uh, That's gonna do it for us On behalf of Chino Liao And Ro Moran And Babyface producer Ryan Cardenas My name is Dan This is episode number 303 In the books We're out of here Peace